So I'm trying to come up on this. Like I said, I told that joke at work, and mm-hmm. they got so hot with me. It's true. It's true. I mean, we, man, you'd be surprised, man. There's hella temp agencies around here where I'm at right now, son. And the temp agencies, they ain't got no problem getting people, but it's so fucking, it's so fucking weird because all the people the temp agencies get, like temp agencies, automatically like pimp you out. Like temp agencies, the the average temp agency get paid like twenty twenty one dollars twenty five hours. Twenty five dollars an hour for the for the pe- person that they putting on to the job, but the the temp agency only give that person like fourteen dollars an hour, fifteen dollars an hour for this, for the same job because the the temp agency taking a little bit off top. I'm like, damn, that's crazy because you really don't even have to do all that. Pimping that hit online, dog. <laughs> Pimping that hit online. Pimping that easy. Hey, but well, somebody man, got to do it. Hey, fuck you talking about. That's why, man, I'm trying to. I like the job I'm at right now, but sure. I'm going to go ahead and try to get this CDL shit. It ain't even fun. Anything yeah. other than the fact that job security, man, you get certain exactly. under your bill. I ain't going to lie. You want job security for real, though? I'm going to tell you what's going to be the next move for um, people who don't want to go four-year degrees, forklift operator. Forklift operator, yeah, but, man, I ain't even gonna say that because a lot of these like Amazon, Amazon have quote unquote folks forklift operator positions, but you don't need to be a certified forklift operator. You wanna know why? Mm-hmm. Because they only use pallet jacks, but the pallet jacks are like just they're big enough to where they're not where they're not like a regular pallet jack to where you gotta like like actually push that shit around. They kind of got a small motor on it, but they're not exactly forklifts either. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, 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 again, a dude from a temp agency that came through. Well, I don't, well, I'm working at currently, and he was, he was talking about that. He said, he said, yeah, man, I used to work at that. Dad, me working at this forklift job in Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about, talking about, Dad, I was a forklift driver, but we didn't drive no dang forklifts. All the fuck, all of what they call forklifts was just pallet jacks that had like small motors on it. They like you can kind of stand up on it. you don't sit down on it because it's not like actually a big machine, but they got like a small motor on it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain, but they they not really forklifts though. But it's a way to get around that too. But sure. man, by the time y'all might even be listening to this, it's probably too late to have on a CDL train unless unless you already got your permit, your CDL certification, you might as well already be trying to figure out how you're gonna pay enroll in a four year. I'm telling you, figure out how you're gonna do that four year stuff because sure, man. That has got to be some of the dumbest shit too. Cause I know motherfuckers can't read; they can drive a truck. My nigga, that shit—that's that's the thing I'm thinking about. Like, that's why I'm glad. Like, my cousin told me about that like a few weeks ago because I was already like kind of thinking about it just because it's so many, it's so much opportunity. But having your own business as a trucking company because ninety plus percent of the trucking companies in the United States is like family-owned businesses, and so they go to show you. Yep, they go to show you like. It's a pathway to freedom because all you gotta do is get a contract. One truck is a business. A lot of them are black. A lot of them are black. Yeah, yeah. So like, man, that's why that's why that four year shit have because they know young black men are are not trying to be on in debt like that. Most of the people in debt for four year degrees are white. I mean, I got, I got, I got, I got something better than that for you. And you're. 
I don't know if you know, but like, man, I've been big up on like economics and stuff like that too, man. The only, the dollar isn't backed by gold anymore. The dollar hasn't been backed by gold since the 80s or the 70s. I don't remember which one. Hell, as soon as the surplus ran out. Uh-huh. But it's not even a surplus. The surplus would have made the dollar even more. But for some oh, reason, I'm saying, when the, when the surplus ran out, that's when the American dollar started falling. That's when we stopped being backed by gold. We didn't have that shit. We took, we got a loan from the Rothschilds. Mm-hmm. But not only that. When when we stopped being backed by gold, we started being backed by debt, meaning that the more, like so basically like anytime a loan is taken out, you gener you basically generating money. Maybe not maybe not like actual physical money, but you making the dollar more powerful. So think about it. if the if we're not facing the inflation crisis because the government has been printing printing like fourteen billion dollars or something like that a month since twenty twenty. And they haven't stopped printing it yet, which is called that's called quantitative easing, easing, quantitative easing when the government when a government starts to like starts to produce or print a influx a, a large influx of its currency to kind of like counteract the problems of the economy with like people spending more and try to get people to spend more and shit like that. That's why you saw all that. Stimulus checks and all that stuff coming out. It wasn't. The, it wasn't for people to do better with. It's because a lot of businesses were suffering. They needed people to spend that money, so they had to stop printing money to be, be like to be behind that stimulus check they were sending out, shit like that too. And now with all these other large government relief funds that are still going on, they still have to do it. So if they if they want to, like I just said, bring it back around. So if you want to make the dollar more powerful. While still, while still printing money, what thing? What do you need to do? Create more debt. So, if you, mm-hmm. so if you make people start going to four-year colleges to get a truck driver's degree, then you're gonna be making them do what? Cure more debt. And then all that debt for all those millions of truck drivers that that needs to be in the that needs to be. And moved into this system every like few years. Then he talking about billions of billions of dollars of student debt attributed to the already multi-trillion dollar debt crisis. Macroeconomics, son. Damn, they ain't slick. They ain't slick. But it would have went over my head if I ain't start knowing what I was. If I ain't start like getting hip to it. <laughs> Keep keep these niggas broke. They have to keep working to pay this shit off. Yeah. Which also that's that's why the government is so big and invested in crypto. They crypto too. Government world governments. They yeah. want to they gonna want to collapse that shit simply because it it turned economics on his head. Like you'll be surprised, sir. Like I watch the markets and shit too, boy. You'll be everything is interconnected. You think? If the government, especially the Chinese, every major government owns a large store of crypto. The thing is, they 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 can't own all of it because it, it's even like hard to figure out which crypto is going to trend and which one is going to take off. But a lot yeah. of Bitcoin is circulating in the world right now. So governments have been hip to it for like the last few years and have been like getting in on it because. A lot of people don't know this, but a lot of people don't even think about this. What do you think they do with the hackers 
but that they find or like these people who do all this illegal shit on the dark web and they use Bitcoin as a currency when they come in and bust those are not those are not oh no they they see they seize the assets Mm -hmm. and redistribute it redistribute or they keep it too Mm mm-hmm Cause they can, they can do what they want to. It's the government. It's not like they about to give it to a woman. Nigga, are we doing conspiracy theories tonight? Shoot, this is not conspiracy. This is how money works. One on one. This is economics, which uh-huh. might as well. We might as well I introduce did. the podcast because we've been recording for the last five minutes or so. Welcome back to a first inaugural episode of 2022. It's been a long time, but it's still January for us. So fuck y'all niggas. Let's say what up to the people Shit, one time, Zoom. Shit, we in the twenty. And the, the two dimes and two pennies in this motherfucker. Let's get it. Yeah, How y'all doing? 2020. It's your boys up. God damn it. 2020 yeah, part two. We in, we in the dub, two dimes. Yeah, yeah. What, what, the fuck, what the fuck else I say? And it's two pennies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we need, to, we need to go back to doing that shit, though. Because that shit sound way harder than anything else you can think of. Dub, two dimes, two pennies. Hell yeah. Dub, two dimes, and two pennies, dog. Hey, it'll help people. It'll help people with their money skills. Cause it's, oh god! <laughs> like, oh, that shit is well connected. I didn't even mean to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, niggas really do need to start thinking about their bread, though. Hey, man. Oh, well, like, back to what we were talking about when you were talking about, uh, like crypto and all this stuff and governments and how they would, how you were saying like they were about to get in on. And yeah, they. They already they not they don't have a big ass footprint in it just like I was saying because it's no way possible that they can predict which coins are going to trend and shit like that. But bit the biggest ones, the other governments around the world have big bit the biggest have big stocks and the biggest ones. I'm not going to say they own most of them because they they didn't predict that they were going to like be what they were until like too late. Because, I mean, this government shit, and if it's going through the government, then obviously have to go through, like, a bunch of paperwork processes and shit like that. But. Yeah. So, by that time, it'll be too late. Unless it's, like, a coin that's very stable. Like a Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano's, that Litecoin, shit like that. But, um. What else I was about to say? what the fuck I was about to say? Man, I don't remember, but basically... Y'all niggas get in on crypto. Buy y'all a bit. Get in on crypto. And I'm trying to figure out how to make my own NFTs. Too, man. When I saw that kid riding the Pop-Tart nigga, I said, this shit is genius. <laughs> and I like it. It ain't hard, son. The only thing, the thing about it, if you want, the thing about it is how do you want to make a crypto? Like, do you want to make a crypto just for art? Do you want to do individuals want to make a crypto that actually has some stand power behind it? Because those are the, those are the, I mean the NFTs that have stand power behind it. Because those are the NFTs. Aside from all this hype stuff and all this stuff, they have NFTs that are like meme coins, like those coins, Shiba Inus, and like all those other sorts of coins that, uh, fucking Squid Game coins, shit like that, that people like yeah. this like using it to put men, put money into it as a quick money grab and then like pulling all of that money out of it so they can take like a, a large portion of the profits but then you also have stuff like like what is it board eight yacht club i mean you have all those other mutant apes and shit like that i don't know why they're using so yeah. many goddamn apes i feel like that's so fucking stupid it's art my nigga knew it. um it's i mean that's the point of art too like a lot of people 
I'm into the lamp plan of the ape shit, nerdy shit. So yeah, but it's not the nerdy shit that they trying to imitate. There's those like a lot of those ape ones. There a bunch of those are money grabs. The reason why boy, they I ain't gonna lie. The reason why I boy, do some Banksy reason, type the, shit. The reason why boy they yacht club blew up is because boy they yacht club is like technically in his name like it's a club. So like a lot of people like if they want to make them really viable, they'll make it like to where it's like a type of membership if you have an NFT. So that's what boy ate like boy ate. Ape Yacht Club did, but a lot of those other ape ones, those are just like actual pictures of ape that don't really have too apes that don't really have too much stand powder power behind them. Remember y'all mm. when y'all get in on crypto and NFTs, this shit is the start of like the the metaverse or the start of our new future. It, it won't be from now on, at least like in the next twenty twenty years or so, don't Everybody will have an NFT in their wallet. First off, everybody will have a crypto wallet of some type, something that's decentralized. Yep. And everybody will have an NFT and a some portion of cryptocurrency that they have at all times, just like any form, any other form of money that we have. So y'all might well get ahead, get ahead on the train. But also too, if you want to invest in crypto and NFTs, make sure you invest in something that's doing something innovative. Yes. Truly innovative. Like no, that will have. That's what's gonna have staying power and things that are scarce. Not, not all these coins and NFTs that won't be scarce. That because they'll keep doing like the government doing, like basically keep making them. It has to be something that has a limited supply. Cause that's it. Limited supply and actual workability and innovation. That that's what's gonna net you the biggest gains over the long term. Go ahead and say what you were gonna say, so. I'm over here thinking about shit. If I was gonna do it, I'd do some shit like Adidas did, and like the people who own them get access to certain content. Like Adidas came out with their NFT scout. That was like thirty or thirty, uh-huh. and if you got one, you got exclusive on uh, access to exclusive merchandise drops. Mm-hmm. See, like this, see, yeah, yeah, because that's basically if a buy, if somebody does that, out of those thirty people, let's say. 10 of those 30 like 10 of those 30 people are just random people they ain't gonna do shit with it but just have it then the rest of those 20 are like resellers because they got an all over the box hey, it's all up man alright alright so while Zoe doing that I'm just basically about to say what I had on mind and I repeat it so those all those people like who are resellers and would have gotten those 30 well, who would have gotten like that portion of those 30 NFTs from Adidas if they are resellers? Resellers, man, that's that's basically could be potentially millions and upon billions of dollars for them because they get actually exclusive stuff from Adidas, like pre sale stuff, stuff that come out like a few weeks in advance, a month in advance. Just imagine how much money they could make right. off of reselling. Okay, so basically, I was saying like what you said with that 30. 30 for 30 thing that Adidas did. Just think about that staying power because it's only 30, 30 of them. But I mean, of course, like how NFTs work, you can have a smart contract to where anybody who has bought it and traded it still has access to those sorts of things. But if you have, if those initial 30 people, if like 20 of those people are like resellers, just imagine they're not going to sell this shit. And if they do, they're going to sell it for a pretty penny. But just imagine how much money could be made from those weed resellers. Like, man, what happened, son? Man, 
My mama just called me asking about a place where that's not like that. See them what? See them pulled up at the door. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is this real brother stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know every, everyday country stuff. But what you were saying, son? Nah, my my um, my mom just called me asking about a password. Oh, okay. And I hell, and I and I tried. I let her know I'm recording. Uh huh. I don't know their password. I know it's mine. <laughs> sure, I understand that, man. That's real parent problems, bro. Yeah, That's especially when they problems. both got COVID. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. They got Omicron, or they don't know. I mean, I don't know what version they got. Man, COVID getting to be like Jordan's, nigga. You gotta have a certain brand. The Omicron, yeah, yeah. Because the Omicron <laughs> one is, not, I've heard like a lot of people who I know that they don't have it. A damn sinus infection. Yeah, they say it's not too damn bad. I don't hear sinus infection too. That's what I was about to say. But I mean, I, if that's why I was asking if it was Omicron, so maybe they won't be down for too long. But if it's not, if they down for a little bit, then it might be one of the other strains. You never really know with this shit. I mean. Hell, the way everybody talking here, you don't want that Delta. Oh, hell no. You got regular COVID. That's kind of just like the base model. Ain't nothing too special about it. You you can die from it. It's contagious, but it's moderately contagious. Then you got Omicron, which is like, which is like beginner level. Like, nigga, you, you going to get it, but you're going to be okay. <laughs> like, just be, just be, just sit down for a few days. And then you got Delta and Delta like, nah, nigga. You gonna die. I swear. <laughs> like, nah, you gonna die, die if you get me. Nah, they ain't gonna lie. Delta like the damn airlines. It's bad, but you if you handle your business right, it ain't gonna fuck you up too bad. <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> Facts. You gotta come prepared. Shit. Otherwise, otherwise, it's gonna like, be a long flight. Like, put your carry on over here and don't put that shit in the hood. <laughs> or we definitely gonna lose your shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. But shoot, man. What I was saying with the Adidas shit, I was just basically saying, man, those people who got those NFTs for Adidas, man, that's, that's potentially make a whole lot of fucking money because especially if they resell this. Yes. Like, just imagine yes. that kind of shit. Because the only way that, the only way NFT, the NFTs work, like, and I don't know, it's all about the smart contract too, which is basically the contract behind the NFT. But basically, the smart contract is like the board eight yacht club and shit like that to where it says like if you've had it and traded it you still have access to the same like benefits and privileges but now make it a little bit different but if it's if those if most majority of those people who got those 30 for 30s keep hold on to the motherfuckers the amount of millions of dollars that they'll be able to make just from reselling shit all they got to do is like buy, buy some whenever they drop some yes and sell it man you know how much i swear pick that up me I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't even sell mine. I just eBay resell the shit I bought with the damn coin. Nah, that's what I'm talking about. Ain't to, if they smart, they wouldn't buy it. They wouldn't sell the NFT. They'll just use Hell it. no. You just basically use that NFT to become an independent vendor of a <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> and if you had enough bread to buy one, because I think it was like five Ethereum, mm-hmm. it's worth having. Because mm-hmm. you got access to shit people ain't even gonna Ever see? Uh, that ain't much. Five Ethereum. Oh, now that's probably like around like that's like 15, 15 bands, 
Maybe, maybe even that's maybe a lot for for one of thirty. That's a pay. Hey, ain't too Considering bad what you can make off of, hey, that ain't too bad. If you if you if you got about, I think they were auctioning. I think they were auctioning them all too. So I think the lowest one was that. The highest one may have been on shield. By the way, shout out to people who were smart enough to put like a put two bands of shit going. You were MVP for real. You came up, sell that shit when they start crashing again, and go buy some more shit. Yeah. Especially if you're in the trade, buy like Ethereum because if you trade in NFTs, Ethereum is the biggest one. You want to have stocks in the currency you trading in. So Ethereum, I think Ethereum, it's on the, it's three that are like the biggest when it comes to that. But it's, Ethereum, because Ethereum is, is the reason why Ethereum is so big when it comes to it, because a lot of Ethereum is a base coin, so coins can be built off of Ethereum. So, like, you have, like, the Litecoin, shit like that, that shit can be built off of Ethereum, off of the Ethereum model. So, that's the, that even, even adds more value to Ethereum. I mean, Bitcoin is like granddad. He, I doubt Bitcoin go anywhere, but... Ethereum is a lot of shit you can do with Ethereum that that was thought of about when you was when people were making Ethereum that haven't been thought of about Bitcoin. You understand? Yeah. And then Bitcoin is like there's no those is is like the most decentralized one. So you basically you it's no way like things can be updated through Bitcoin and shit like that. So like Bitcoin is just Bitcoin. It is is the base model. It's the most, it's the most expensive, and it's the granddaddy, but it's still the base as far as like what you're able to do with it. As far as like the word, I don't think it's gonna be the most expensive for long when people realize that how it can be, how other coins can be used. So, man, I, I don't see, I don't see, it, I don't see it going down. I think it'll always be up there because, it, like I said, it's I'm talking, I see it being passed. I can see, I can see it being passed, but not for not not for a long time. Yeah, it'll have to be something like. It'll have to be something exclusive, especially with this metaverse stuff going on. And since people like want to hop in this metaverse stuff, unless it's like a coin that's exclusive to like the metaverse, which I've seen a few of them out there, out there. I, I don't really, I don't really know because it's, it's already so high now. And then they, I mean, it's tough. So I can, I can kind of tell you like what the two major price points for Bitcoin will be this year. A lot of people, a lot of people, if you tap in, you already about know, but. I'm telling, I'm telling you, Bitcoin ain't gonna slow down anytime soon because it's the most decentralized. Yeah, no. Nah. Because the thing about people who really into crypto, the biggest thing about crypto is that this shit can't be tracked and you're independent of the government. That's the biggest thing about crypto. For people, yep. who, for people who are really passionate about it. I mean, there's people who want to get into it for the freedom, on the money, America. Yeah, exactly. There's people who want to get into it from like just a come up aspect, but. People, most of the people who really in a Bitcoin and been in it from the beginning, who got like millions and billions of Bitcoin with their crime, with their crime shit, yeah, yeah, they, they the underground shit, the dark web shit. They, they really, they really. They Shouts really out to anonymous. They really own to it. Like they, they, they like Bitcoin because it's so decentralized. And then I think. It's either Litecoin or Ethereum one. They, I think Amazon even owns one of them. So it's not, that makes it even less decentralized. I don't think it's Ethereum though. It might be Litecoin. I don't know. I have to go back and do it. But I mean, I don't know. Just find you a DeFi, a DeFi crypto, or something that's completely decentralized. 
and you'll be straight. And then invest in it, you'll be straight. Invest in the top ten, whatever it is. Invest in the top ten, preferably the top five, because the top five of anything usually kind of have like that own moat around it. They kind of make them like the best options, and they'll probably be up for a long time. Yes. Crypto markets are fickle, but they're also intertwined with the stock, stock market. market. Yeah, yeah. So. Them just, just like you, just like you really see. A stock, just like you really see a stock price from the top five drop and just drop forever. The same way gonna be with crypto. I'm not. I ain't gonna lie, Rooster. The memes around crypto starting to bother me too. Like this one person on, I think it was Instagram, mm-hmm. had a meme of of a dude of a dude crying with a clown face on. Mm-hmm. I get up and go to work every day. Why a dude just sold an NFT of a gorilla for fifteen bands? Fifteen, man. 400, try four hundred. Yeah, don't. But um, <laughs> that that was the mean. That was the old mean. Oh, okay. So my thing with him is, nigga, quit, quit crying, you fucking pussy. Go go learn something about crypto and get you some some bands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you work a nine to five, save your money, and learn learn the market, and become a player. It ain't like it's a billionaire boys club where everybody need a way in. Everybody your way in is. is a crypto wallet. And uh, on marketplace, shit, you don't need, you boss need, up, yeah, you nigga. You can boss up, shit. Uh, handle your business. Uh, yeah. And then, like a bitch. Man, also too, man. The more I think about it, the more I mean, the people who understand that money works, but know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a reason why CFOs, CEOs, and COOs and other top executives and companies get paid in stock. They know what the fuck to do with it, shit. Nah, because money, the only true way to build up a good amount of money is don't let your money sit in one place. No, especially the majority of it. Like, maybe you can have like a fourth, a third of your money in a bank account, but the rest of that three-fourths or two-thirds need to be out moving and doing something. Now, don't put in no bullshit. Hell no, but never put in no bullshit. But make sure you keep your money moving and safe. Like you can, you, you keep your money working. Wise man, oh, our teachers been telling us since kindergarten, Rooster, mm-hmm. keep your eyes on your paper. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you can keep your eyes on the paper and your bank account. Keep your paper. Oh, God. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Keep your paper spread out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say it was just on a desk. I said I, it, we talked about a filing cabinet. We talking about a proxy server. We talking about in several NFTs, CDs, safe deposit boxes, the mattress. We ain't living it out here. Yeah, make your money, make your money work for y'all. And most importantly, freaking, I don't even know this. I say invest. The three, the three keys to building wealth: stocks, start a business, and own some. Land. Don't get on cocaine. Don't get on cocaine, but Adderall does have millionaires. A lot of millionaires on Adderall. <laughs> Damn right there, you. Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, but those, those, <laughs> those three cool, cool things, those three first things I said, that, hey, that's for sure. I mean, most people can't start a business off real unless unless you already have a hustle that you're good at. Exactly. And all you got to do, if you got a hustle that you're good at, which I got to, like, 
got some family members I need to talk to because I know some shit that they're good at that they do for free that they need to just go ahead and give it like a little start getting, getting paid for. Uh huh. And just like hire, hire somebody, pay them like two or three hundred dollars, set up a little business Instagram and all this stuff, and then they just start working it from there. And that's what that's one that's one one of the ways easiest way you can do. Other than owning land, and if you own land, you can you can keep it, but it's not really much you can do with it unless you own property on that land. They can rent it out. And then the first one is stock. Yeah, anybody can get in the stock, even if you you can buy a share of Apple, and you can you can buy ten dollars of a share of Apple. It ain't gonna get you a whole share of Apple. But so you gotta start somewhere. Shit. Keep, exactly. Keep, keep putting ten dollars in it. Keep. Set a recurring payment up on whatever on whatever investing app that you use to where you put ten dollars in the apple every week. And uh, before you know it, you'll have about two or three shares of apple before the year over with. Mm-hmm. And you ever heard of how Shaq got into Google? Nah, I know Shaq got a lot of smart ass investments though, but does Shaq one of those people, man? I mean it's not that it's like a secret. He don't he probably didn't really realize this at his at the time too because he was real young and he didn't know really about Financial, I'm tell. I can tell the story right now. See, you can tell it, but I just know. I just know, like he gets approached with a lot of business opportunities, and most of the time, he if he if he like it, he go with it. But he just one of those genuine people that a lot of people want to approach him with it. So, you know, God mm-hmm. bless him in that way to where like he has this, a, he has a he this has is a brilliant mind. This is a story where this is weird how he told it. He said he didn't even, th- didn't even thinking about investing. It was like he was walking past two guys that he had met earlier today because he was playing for the Lakers at the time. Mm-hmm. 2000. He didn't know how big the internet was going to be, even in the 2000s. Yeah. And he heard two guys talking about an online browser where you could search anything and any amount of information will pop up. Uh-huh. He was like, that sounded interesting. Excuse me, man. Um, What are, y'all, what are you guys talking about? Oh, what, hey, Shaq. Can we get an autograph? He signed the autograph for me. Mm-hmm. Shaq being Shaq, always friendly, always cordial. You know what I'm saying? A man of culture, so he shakes uh, shakes their hands and does, he does the whole song and dance. They're like, oh, yeah, we're talking about this company called Google. It's an online search engine. He was like, hey, man, how, do you, how would I go about investing with Google? So Shaq got on the phone with his people and instantly got a portion of uh, a couple of shares in Google, man. He found out about it just being just being in the right place at the right time, and it, that's the secret to investing too. Like just being being on the lookout and knowing what you're looking for, and not knowing what you're looking for, being in the right area. Like yeah. NFTs is a good space, but pop art NFTs versus what's, what's the word I'm looking for? So NFT with staying power. Like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's only a. NFTs that's like Bitcoin, like it's like thirty of thirty. Like mm-hmm. it can be can be resold, and you still maintain interest if even after you sell it. Mm-hmm. You are gonna have people leaving crypto wallets to their grandkids. Mark my words. Oh, for sure. And you don't, they don't even have to. That's the beauty about crypto. It can be traded. It can be traded and sent and sent upon individuals just like anything else. Just just like stock. A lot of people don't know this, but stock is traded and sold all the time. But the, Stock can also be sent from one person to another person. So okay. So that that's the same way it is. So they'll probably it'll probably be something like that where people lead their crypto wise to it, but each individual crypto wallet will probably have its own individual password, but they can pro- but you can also they'll probably come up with something down the line to where it's like after someone dies, 
then especially in the future like it'll be out their assets from their crypto wallet can automatically be transferred to their grandchild at least when somebody on their deathbed they'll just say uh let me send this stuff from my crypto wallet to you before i die and the people who have untimely deaths it'll just be a little bit harder to solve Me. Man, this stuff interesting, man. We we we. It is. Y'all can tell we've been on this stuff. And to what Zoe was saying about Shaq and like about occupy, occupying the right spaces. That's one thing that's crucial. You can't really, you can't, cause your diet is your diet. You can listen to all the you can listen to all the rap that you want to, but your diet eventually it affects you. Whether it's rap, whether it's reality TV, whether it's all this relationship content, which is relationship content, I live, I listen to it too. But I always think about it like this: like this shit, this shit really not that important to me. Why is it not that important to me? Because to even order to get a relationship, you gotta bid up your money. And not only that, a lot of these relationship people, a lot of these coaches, a lot of people don't even not even realizing that they just pitting men against women. Exactly. And one thing, the one thing I'm not gonna do is pit myself up against my woman, my woman that looks like me. And now, not only that, not only when I say that, that it's just because it's counterintuitive. Because you can't have something that's about building relationships and about getting into relationships if you pit men against women that don't make much sense to me. That's why I live the relationship shit that I do listen to. I listen to women oh. shit. I listen to men shit. And most of them. You gotta hear both sides of the spectrum. Exactly. My problem with some of these dudes is. Hold up, before. before why are you. Go- let me see. Let me oh. see in my crypto point before I forget. Because I, I, I forgot just then. I, it just popped back in my mind. But basically, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I, like, I like dead ass forgot. But basically, y'all. It's so, it's okay. I do that all the time. It's called it's called a brain fart yeah, yeah. or a mulligan. <laughs> what I'm saying is, y'all, just what I was saying about Shaq being in the right place at the right time. If your diet is your diet and you kind of are subject to the things that you consume, you're not you're not gonna come up on the next Bitcoin, on the next Apple stock, on the next Google stock for that reason by listening to all this shit. That's not talking about that. If you really want to talk about making money, then you gotta you gotta at least subscribe to on YouTube, Instagram, all this shit. You gotta subscribe subscribe to people that's talking about money. Just make sure they really got they got the social proof to back it up. Now all these Instagram people who talking about forex and shit and who ain't who ain't really got a million dollars. Nah. Social proof mean nigga this shit is documented. This shit on their LinkedIn they got it's articles written about them, shit like that. Real, real. Not just, no. Like follow general pages that post information. Like I'm in the music and I'm trying to I'm do crypto too. I follow United Masters just learning how to market yourself on the internet. They put up shit all the time about how guys like Brent Fayez used a niche listening market to plan his tours to grow his fan base. Yeah, yeah. That's integral. I listen and I watch guys like I'm not gonna lie, a good person to listen to about NFTs. The Logan Paul, just like if you're going to buy a pop art NFT, you have to sit, buy it when it comes out at its lowest, then resell it at its highest value. You don't hold on to that. You don't hold on to it for months. Yeah, know? yeah, but that's that's, not, that's 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 trading one on one, whether that's stocks or anything. 
Balo said, "Hey, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Like he's one of the best guys listed. To. He that's his, that's what exactly what he said. He breaks it down that simple. Well, I can't. I like, can't. I can't, guy, I can't. I can't. I can't really be too contradictory on that because there is a lot of young people that get in these crypto, and, crypto and shit like that, and then they they wasn't around in." The, 2000 where people were just talking about to buy a little sell high like on TV because exactly. they don't even watch TV anymore so they, they kind of have to be right. like they, they introduction to it even though it's very basic but some people hey that's what this lead to where they starting it so you you right facts I mean shit you gotta you gotta crawl for your walk man facts and my thing and the biggest thing for me too is watching people invest I love the success stories like Dude goes from um fresh out of college, two hundred thousand in debt, to um buying the N- uh, NFT on a whim with his first check, and he ends up paying off his student loan debt with his first couple of trades and his first couple of months doing it. That shit is dope to me. So it was this one, it was this one, it was his sister that came up like three million off of NFTs. That's she creating a, creating her own NFT because she was supposed to be she was like an aspiring artist and she and she like did some really dope NFT artwork. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't even know how we got on money, but we've been on, on money this whole time. How many minutes we in? I mean, if we gonna talk about something, let's talk about yeah. this shit. True fact. Man, money, we, money makes like we doing this shit for free. We, we ain't doing this shit for play, for fun. It's about the money. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a damn. Money it's make, about the money. Money make the world go around. And not only that shit. Oh shit, man. Nigga, we need money too. Hell. Like Zo said, we ain't doing this shit for Exactly. When, but when podcasts get to be just like radio and they motherfuckers now see our social proof, like I was just talking about, and they now can go back on this Anchor, Anchor website page and see that we've been uploading shit since 2018. Mid twenty eighteen shit. What you gonna think? They gonna think we know what the fuck we talking about because we know what the fuck we know what we talking about, and we know the people who come to listen to us. Exactly, and we love and real talk. It, it might not be that many of y'all right now, but you are a part of a niche family. It's part of history. Yeah. People gonna talk about this shit a hundred years from now. Hell yeah, it might. Why, why we curse so much but it's real it's raw it's honest I want to get to a point in my life where we're doing this shit in front of a camera with guests weekly bi-weekly monthly Man, I'm trying to, I'm in trying between to be, projects I'm trying to be like those call, call a daddy girls motherfuckers who came up on and got signed ink to deal with Barstool like like under their first year and both of them made like 10 mil a piece Still making money. That's what I'm trying to be, man. Fucking somebody come and exactly. give us a deal. Shit, we ain't gotta come with a fan base. Y'all niggas know we. Y'all niggas know our content decent. Fuck you talking about? Come give us. A, come give us each a little. Shit, we don't. We, don't be a. Don't be a pussy. I'm telling you. Yeah, give 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 about half a million dollars a year, ten year deal. Shit, you think? Well, you think I ain't about to do that, boy? Well, yeah, that, yeah, if you ain't gotta give me. <laughs> Just give you some, huh? Man, give me just enough cheese to keep me out the mouth, so I don't need a couple million. Just give me controlling, give me um, rights to my own publishing in the 200K and invest in um, my own merchandise and let me retain rights to my own personal image. Oh, no. I, I deal with 
Oh no, we oh no, we smart now. Definitely, we definitely gonna have them. I mean, in the world, like them college players. We definitely gonna have them. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Rooster, if we be if we being real, I I watch too much Nipsey Hustle not to know if me making music, I will never call my self produced album my self produced project an album because mm-hmm. I do not want to sell history. I want to general estimate on how many albums I can sell because I might sell 20,000 albums but I have, might have a million plays on my mixtape uh, yeah. so uh, and thanks to Russ fucking God bless Russ for showing young people the light after you sell 200,000 albums and you make a couple hundred thousand selling on tour your merchandise after taxes, nigga, you don't have to deal with a fucking label no more. You can go to the damn bank. The bank will fund uh, you to make music if you have a sales record making music, a solid fan base. It's called a loan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you can pay, you can pay you back. Can pay it back. Yeah, that's all the bank give a fuck about. And if you, and think about rapping money is, like Russ said, if you get your, uh, good with a good financial advisor and he helps you get your credit right, my guy, you can <laughs> if you you got good credit and you have a steady stream of income outside of hip hop. Like let's say you trade and all that, use crypto trade, and you have a merchandise line, they will fund your album. They will give you a million dollar loan, you just, and you, you just, just pay, pay back ten k for the rest of your life. You just need to make yourself. You just need to. That's why a lot of people, a lot of rappers, like, would, it ain't that's, why a lot of, that's why a lot of rappers mess up it. Cause if you got your own label, my nigga, you can you can find you can find all your artists as long as you know that your artist gonna do some type of tour and make that money back. Because if you go to banks, give business loans easier than they give any other type of. Imagine you fade in and out. Oh, okay. You hear me now? Can you hear me now? Banks will give you a business loan for they give you any other type of loan. Oh, family. will give you a business loan but they give you any other type of loan because it's more capital it's more capital that, th- that they're dishing out which means it'll be a larger, larger portion of interest they get back once you pay it off as long as you can pr- as long as you have an LLC not even an LLC because I don't even like being like the LLC type of dude for individuals that is but if you if you if you if you're a local rapper and you got your own fucking label and you know that you that you can do 10, 10 sold out shows in your surrounding t- 10 cities. Nigga, the bank will find that shit. 
They just want their money back. They're funny. If you can make their money back in one concert, after one concert sales long, boy, you better do that shit. Go to the bank and prove that you can pay them back and watch how, watch how fast they get that $100,000 loan. And you can use that to fund the whole project, the whole tour. But shoot, man. That's about it. Anything else you want to talk about, Zoe? I think he muted. I think he muted, son. Um, that relationship you were talking about sounded interesting. You did too. Oh man, man, it's just something. I, I, I don't. Well, I noticed it then, like, like people that I was like watching, watching and digesting, like on YouTube, cause I watch a lot of YouTube and shit. And they would like they started to say a bit, bits and pieces of the same thing. That I was already starting to realize. And I was like, hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So basically, what I'm saying by like, I mean, even ourselves, like on the, it's probably like one or two episodes, I feel like back that we probably like did some like shit that probably could have been like pushing like a separate agenda of men and women, but I don't think so because Zoe go out there talking about you bitch need to do this, you bitch need to do that, and I come and say. I say, hey, hey, well, we still love y'all, though. <laughs> I mean, so we get, I we, mean, we get that's, that's called, I, I do, do love my women. women, it's just, it's a strong, strong, I feel like, like strong fish, gentle hand, somebody got to be the gentle hand, you feel Exactly. Me? At least we had, at least, I ain't trying to, I don't even like being the strong fish no more, because I've started to realize something, the more I mature mentally towards my females, and let us, I do owe y'all an apology for some of my, Stances on things, but I would never change my stance on acknowledge the growth. Acknowledge the growth, though. Y'all see my nigga out here growing. Fuck you talking about? Yo, like, cause I realized something now. I am an alpha male, and I do carry that mind in the room effect. But as a man, when I hear other men belittle, it's like you don't deserve love. Like somebody that love, like that pisses me off a little bit, cause. Yeah, that might be the best dude ever. You, in your perspective, you're a lion. To his perspective, you look like a dick. So, so it's all about perspective in life. A girl would choose him because she knows he's loyal versus you with all the options. So my nigga, take stock of your situation and know who you are as a person. Because everybody doesn't, you think fucks with you, doesn't fuck with you. That's number one. Number two, a true alpha male does not need to feel the need to belittle individuals for their existence. If you're not on my level, my, either A, I'm going to try to get you on my level, or B, I'm not going to acknowledge you until you get on my level. There's no there's no in-between. So this whole talk about bitch-ass niggas, bitches, and all that shit, that shit shouldn't even be in your vocabulary. So as an individual, not to a situation, yeah. Like, you can see somebody do some bitch-ass shit and call them out on it. Like, like, if you if you, you choose to articulate yourself in that manner, and that's your mode of speech, by all means, means, my brother, more power to you. But if you feel the need to belittle somebody else to enhance or shed light upon your achievements as a human being, you have achieved very little, and you just diminish your whole self-value. So congratulations, you played yourself. Hmm. <laughs> Plain and simple, man. Quit doing sucker shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Just my people, my people. Oh, yeah. Acknowledge the growth, bro. I'm, I'm, 
I just spit a whole lot of game on a bunch of people. Hey man, I know. I'm hey, I'm coming. I'm coming in right behind you. Don't close the door just yet, son. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not closing. <laughs> no, like I should. I should. I'm trying to do on like a bunch of past views on relationships and shit. About everything should be fifty fifty. Nah, it should be a hundred percent on both ends. You put in as much as you can. Your hundred percent might not look like a hundred percent. That's just real. Thanks. Thanks. Or his hundred percent. You might be in the dudes. I don't know. That's that's on y'all. Hey, for real. For real. Just e significant elder in general. Exactly, what? man. It, 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 it takes two to tango. You can't. In the words of um, what's my what's my guy name? One of the greatest pop singers of all time. Tonight the music sings you so loud. I wish that we could lose this crowd. Wow. Maybe you spare oh, yeah, this way. I don't know. You ain't lost with that one, but I'm picking up what you're putting down. Let me just expand upon this, son. So go ahead, man. Y'all ain't gotta be. A, a real man doesn't need to well, I ain't even about to say real man or anything like that I'm just gonna say this If you as an individual are trying to ch- Attract anyone of the Opposite sex The first thing and primary thing You have to realize Especially when you're talking about attracting women And approaching women Don't be a dick Don't don't act like that woman owes you anything. Don't act like, but we we both already spoke on this like plenty of times before. But not only don't act like a woman owes you something, don't act like you doing something for her. Uh, you being a man, you making however much money you making dictates that she needs to do something for you. Because that's where it starts to like break up. Like, especially being that we're black men and we want to marry and have children with black women one one day, then that 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 comes into place. And a lot of a lot of people are like, especially in the black community, a lot of these relate well in the community period, like this generation, the millennials and Gen Z, older Gen Z people. We we're getting to this point where everybody's trying to get into a relationship. We're getting to the point where like millennials are in there early to early 30s to early 30s to mid 20s and Gen Z people are up into their mid 20s then you start getting this when people are getting to the age where they're supposed to be married and want to be married too and want to buy houses and things like that but that's where you not get but that's really where you get a bunch of this resentment in these relationship podcasts and relationship Mm -hmm. experts because they're, they're not where they want to be so in order to in order to keep the blame off of themselves and where they are lacking it in life right now because they're not where they want to be as far as relationship and family wise they want to put it off on the opposite gender yo can yeah, we that's stop really, this thing too about being married, married by a certain age too like we, we can stop it now but we, we can stop it but at the end of the day once you get especially once you get out there on your own you do want to, you do kind of want to be with somebody, and I, not saying that you need mm-hmm. that might be different for every person, especially if you got money, or if you got money on you, you find being single for a long ass time. But if you, yeah, if, 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 you just, if you just an everyday person, especially and you not living around family, so I can speak to this. I mean, I'm sorry, but like I know you, 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 I, you, I, I, you, I hear you, you, you. I mean, you this is all you, right? Man. Yeah, you been, you been, you been like you still around family right now. You know what I'm saying? So like for individuals yeah. who like out and doing doing their own thing as far as like not being around anybody and shit like that, 
like living on their own, like fucking like yeah, that's not a big place See, you living on your own too, but you around family though. Like you, you, you know. Oh, I often say that's a big place too. Like being able to get out, get away from your family, and do your own thing at an early age. That's a flex. I'm just a traveler at the end of the day. I'm asking the glory of your achievements, nigga. Man, man, you know me. I ain't never been the type to like to sit in one, one, one place too long. I like being in one place for like and hey, revisiting the same place, but I don't like to be in the same place for too long. Yeah. But man, when it comes to that, when you like, and most individuals are like that way, especially like when they come to a certain age, like even back into. Like the sixties, thirties, and forties, when young young individuals like kind of get of age and want to go out and branch out and do their own things, they usually like go a decent distance away from home, and that's where like you had all these people getting married at these ages and stuff like that. But now, since we have like in the age, just so happens to be like around that certain like mid twenties to early thirties, just because like when you. It's only so long that people are willing to be by themselves before they're like, man, I really need to fucking settle down because, you know, niggas shit, shit get lonely. Niggas be, niggas be lonely it's out here. Don't let, don't let these motherfuckers lie to you. Niggas be lonely out here. Them people, yeah, them that, people that yeah, you yeah, see yeah. going to the hookah bar every night, them motherfuckers lonely. They that nigga, nigga ain't happy. They, they <laughs> that nigga ain't happy. They were happy the first two years. But after a while, they hookah oh. smoke starting to make them choke. You feel me? <laughs> exactly. Hold on, let's be real about that too. I ain't saying like, hold on, I'm not even gonna try to defend myself on that shit. No, go ahead and say what you're saying. Nah, like, that nigga lonely. Like, if you feel the need to go out and be around people just so you don't feel alone, nigga, that's a internal, that's more of an internal issue than an external issue. Exactly, you alone. Like, you need to go sort that shit out. I ain't even trying to be funny. Hey, that's, my teeth. that's facts, though. That's like, facts, though. and that's all I love, right? It's like, I understand, like, loneliness is a hard thing to deal with. And if I'm a dude that suffers from depression, loneliness and depression are two completely different things. Facts. Let's just get that straight. Loneliness can cause depression, but two different monsters. Like, wanting somebody in the house and having people around and still feeling like you... A constant anxiety about not being good enough. Two different feelings, big dog. Yeah, yeah. You gotta navigate this shit. Like, are you going out because you're depressed and you need to feel something to stimulate yourself, or do you generally look go out looking to bring someone back with you into your world and build a relationship and have an understanding with that person? Those are two completely different things. So sort that out if you can, if you choose to. Big facts, big facts. So. Y'all, y'all getting it now. So, basically, that's it, man. So, so I'm gonna wrap it up, man. Like fucking, y'all really need space on this relationship aspect. Motherfuckers really, like, really need to like take a look at themselves and like figure out like if the content you consume, and just like we were saying with the financial stuff too, check and see if the content you consume is actually helping you, or is it like help. Or is it feeding this narrative that that's pushing people away from you that could be could be the one beneficial to you in the long run. Hell yeah. Like you you can't you can't be watching what what's the nigga's name? Man, fresh and fit. 
And the only reason I pointed yeah. them out because it was this viral clip going around where they talking about they like they just great up them like black women, but they have black women on their podcast every every damn week. But those just so having who's fresh and fit? Never heard of them. Hey, hey, I'm just I just I just, I just know their name. I ain't never seen a full video. Of them. Only heard I mean, about them. I ain't gonna lie. Kevin Samuels does a good job at teaching accountability to both sexes oh, yeah. and elevate yourself as an individual. Like, he does a good job at it. That nigga was like, he, I, I, Kevin Samuels, man, like sometimes, most of the time, I'll say half of the time, the delivery is not what it should be. But my, exactly. like, what motherfuckers say, a broken clock is right two times a day. He, not say, he, exactly. he never really says anything that's straight up wrong, it's just always the delivery. And this past this past week, I think it was like he was focusing on men. So he was like he was having men call in, telling them they ain't shit the same way he do women. You know, telling hey, them, telling them what they need. That's to what he should have been, been doing though. He he do he do that like most, but like yeah. I mean the nigga the well, nigga smart too. So I'm not gonna say yeah. that. So he knows this. Like anybody that's a truly successful media personality will tell you that you need to focus on the salacious. Mm-hmm. So I mean, as long as he's not lying, I can't really say shit. But he does kind of focus yeah. on the salacious a bit much, but a bit much. But I mean, you see, you gotta you gotta get your bills paid too. See if you if you being stand. I mean, everybody got everybody got a favorite rapper that's that's hella lyrical, but that nigga ain't selling no albums. It's all for him to feed his kids. Exactly. So I mean, exactly. As long as you not, you saying, gotta make some lit shit. Exactly. As long as you ain't saying no fucking lies, straight up, especially straight up lies, man, I ain't about to. I ain't about to come on, don't come on nothing. I ain't about to call you on shit, like in your bread. Yeah, yeah. Cause you gotta eat just like I gotta eat. And if you have a, if you got a problem with like somebody's content to that level, you might need to find you something else to get into. Facts. I mean, you to the women that complain about Kevin Samuel advice to men, ladies. I don't think the episode is geared more towards you than it is towards. And women too, because you know a lot of times they just exactly. upset me about his viral clips that go viral with women. But you got y'all got to understand that these women call in. Exactly, they, they, they came there to hear it. If, if that nigga, if that nigga didn't call them, and I don't know why he would call it, would have a random woman knowing his phone that he's never met before. Well, I swear to God, if you call in you, and you know what his content is about, it's like men on a reality show. All these people, these innocent celebrities, go on these reality shows, and they get turned out by the reality show. And next thing you know, they they throwing they throwing mimosas in bitches' faces. Fuck exactly. it, they have cameras following around them twenty four seven shit like that, man. You 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 wouldn't like it for this. Yeah, like, you signed up. You know you know you know what other people. You knew you, you were gonna, you knew we were gonna watch your ass. You you didn't get like this because these cameras came. Like you been like this. Don't even try that shit. You knew what you knew. My thing my thing too is Rooster. Listen to the women who took his advice and ran with it. Their lives improved. That's the thing. He's not saying nothing wrong. He's really trying to help. It's just like most men. Heavy-handed, soft-handed. Some of me, I have a tendency to say shit in a way due to my nature that hurts people's feelings, but I could do not mean no harm. I'm really trying to help. And one thing that that I, that I always like, I mean, he always said he always be telling like our black women that like these other women and other ethnicities like they looking at black men too. But he, hey, when it comes to like beauty standards and stuff like that. 
when he give examples of beautiful women, he he never say anybody that's white or anybody Mexican or anything like that. Cause he already done let it be known he he wants black man, black woman, black babies. Him and Doctor hey. Umar stand for the same shit. <laughs> black man, black Dr. woman, Umar, black that's babies. Doctor Umar said he got two schools. I ain't see. I ain't. I, if you Google the school, you ain't gonna see a picture of him. But he said he got him. Hey, I'm with it. That's him. Hey, I'm, I'm, if, I'm with you, it. If you really I got him, I go. I go. I go to Delaware and teach at the Marcus Garvey Academy. Ah, shit. But shoot, man, you got anything else you want to talk about? We ain't even got any pop pop culture stuff yet, man. Any topic? I mean, yeah, this is just a, this is an episode for the soul. We don't have to touch on pop culture. Yeah, really. Call this episode generational I mean, health. God damn it, not generational wealth. Exactly, generational health. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, shit, we be we can keep going on, on like the intermingling between love, the pursuit of love and happiness. Like, I found this is just me. You're more successful in relationships when you don't lead in and too quickly about what you want. Like, just enjoy the vibes. Enjoy the courting, the courting stage, as I, as my grand my grandmother used to call it. It's facts. Don't don't rest. But I think they come with anything. Don't rest anything. If you if you if you plant if you plant uh if you plant let me think of a plant like a good a good example. Alright my nigga if you plant if you plant um let's say a pine tree, a oak tree. You can't once you plant that seed or when you trying to water that seed in nature, you can't you can't now start spray spray some steroids on it some plant steroids on it expect it to grow in the same quality that it would if it was just left to grow naturally i'm sure now it might grow fast but it might not be as strong or as healthy with the fruit that is with the will the fruit that it bears be as tasteful message hey i'm just i'm just letting you know you can't you can't even rush shit you can't rush. i shit. mean like the only i'm gonna i ain't gonna, gonna Okay. I ain't gonna lie, the, my shit, the, the shit that's funny to me though is the, the YouTube ads about attract dudes to attract the woman to access her fantasies and shit. I can't stand this shit. And people, it's that shit makes me laugh. Because people, it's somebody somewhere, dudes. That's not to buy that shit. They do it. Yeah, it has to be a lot too. The way the way that these people. It got to. And I wanna know, hear somebody testify about this shit. Do the shit work? Hell no. Nah. I wanna know that it worked for you. Don't I wanna know. Them same niggas who bought them same niggas who bought the who bought that bought that how to get a woman course five years ago about the same one that was running around five months ago and ain't shit changed. That's why they gonna keep buying them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like and it, it be like it doesn't like girls don't care about your looks. That's a damn lie. Cause no girl wanna be stuck with the ugly friend. Girls only care about this one thing. And I'll tell you the secret to it in my one course. And then we not get into the course, they'll, they'll say. It's oh, about 20, 20 different things. things. It's about 20 th- different things. But you said it was one thing. Oh, the one thing was getting this course. Now the girls are like, <laughs> after you finish this course. You bitch ass nigga. That's that whole shit. And I ain't gonna lie, I, I love, love the dude. dude. They, they get the most charismatic motherfuckers to be in the damn video. Yeah, yeah, they gotta sell. They gotta sell. They they, they sell the fuck, fuck out, out this shit, shit. And I love it They gotta sell like, the dream Nah you remember I that I understand it 
you know what? But YouTube ad, I ain't seen in a long ass time. That was around like forever. That Umuzu ad. Yes. The nigga, the nigga, come on. The nigga, the nigga is obviously has been under some surgical things or something. Or fucking just on steroids for the past 10 years. Because the nigga is very fit. Pause. But they're getting on there to promote. If you say I'm gay, just take the joke. I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying pause after appreciating another man's qualities. Fuck that whole ass shit. That's my whole shit. We ain't pausing on shit. We fast forward it because we don't do that on shit right now. Man, most shit I let slide, man, but. Yeah, it's, it's this direction. I'm like, man. <laughs> like, I said some gay shit one day and got roasted, and I roasted the fuck out of somebody for calling me gay. Like, these, my, my two supervisors are one in the front, one in the back. They asking me a, a loaded ass question. I said, I look, brother, if I said, I'm getting hit from the front and from the back. I'm getting spit roasted by stairs in this motherfucker. You asking me this dumb ass question. That nigga said, nigga, you gay. I'm like, nigga. Do you not do who my supervisors are? <laughs> motherfucker, do you not see this shit? I'm being spit roasted, motherfucker. You just gonna talk. You asking me this dumb ass shit. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, I'm not finna say no homo or pause over some bullshit. And when I probably get more pussy than you do, nigga, don't stop that shit. Like, some of, some of these niggas be weird, bro. And they do, and they say that. And let the shit fly at the worst damn time. I love something because I'm, I'm, I'm starting to forget what we were talking about. What we were talking about at first. Let's, we oh, forget. shit. What the fuck were we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that shit pissed me the fuck off, bro. Oh, oh, I was talking about that Umzu ad. Oh, yeah. Bro, from yeah, the Umzu ad. Yeah. Hey. I love them. They sold the shit out of that shit, but the shit Umzu ad was yeah. supposed to make you shit. From from the infomercials, it was supposed to be something that made you shit out like all the bad shit or something like that. I put all these healthy enzymes in your stomach. But my nigga, even if you do that, y'all look, they selling the fuck out of it. Cause this nigga, this nigga look like on a sponsor nigga in his prime. Y'all not about to do get that just from t- exactly. taking healthy. You are not going, going to get that shit. You might you might get in shape. You might be healthy. You, you might be top three, three niggas all the time. time. But you're not you're not gonna be no honest what's a nigga. Exactly. What nah, I, my favorite one is the dude doing the drawing about um this certain technique that's made illegal to sell and shit like that. Uh-huh. This equal unlocks the woman's deepest darkest desires and makes her crave you. It doesn't matter how her looks and shit, it's a drawing. This nigga done been divorced and shit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he left his trick and started getting bitches like What the fuck? This is the the story is better than the actual ad. Like I watched the whole ad one time just because the story was good. Like I'm gonna get to the trick in a minute, but let me tell you about this. For real, bro. And look, you click on it. It's like okay, this is the funny shit. We're gonna hold this special spot for only sixteen dollars. A one-time payment of sixteen dollars, but you can only get this in twenty-four hours. Twenty-four hours if you click this link. How about I save the link just to be an asshole to come back three days later? You only have 23 hours left to claim your spot. Man, you bitch. <laughs> just, just, I just wanted to see, like, the absurdity. And I want to hear some testimonies. This shit worked. 
Or if you just have to sign a, no, a non-disclosure agreement so you won't expose their ass when you get this shit. Somebody need to. This shit don't work. Them, them, niggas, yeah, them niggas just be so embarrassed after they undid this shit. They're like, dang, I can't believe I feel for this. Like somebody do a YouTube channel just investigating this shit. Man. Vice needs to do a special about this. Nah, you know, know. You, know, you know you know, who they really need to do a special about Vice need to. Them, them dang, them dang, P, them dang porn hub ads that we've been seeing for the last 10 years about yes. the pills that increase the, your dick size. <laughs> and they say they permanently delete, uh, increase the size too. Not, 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 not like on survivor type shit. You might have the best inversion ever. Nah, yes. they talking about forever seven inches added like that. Like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, like seven, seven inches in seven, seven weeks. <laughs> Like, like yes, that, that's, that's the, the one, one too. But I want to see the dating shit first. <laughs> yeah, what's, the, what's, what's the point, point of having a big dick if you can't get none? That's the fact. Like, you, you can, can have, have a thirty-inch long and, and nobody ever see it. Like, there's no point. Hell no. Hell no. This shit. This shit. This shit. This shit. Too funny, son. This shit is hilarious, man. And the fact that people, you, you had the worst line about this shit though. Niggas are so embarrassed they are not gonna put themselves on camera. This is true. I would buy it and make a YouTube video documenting the process and do like you know how they do them all the public on gold digger pranks and shit. I have somebody standing in the bushes and feeling me trying to shit out and see if it worked. Like I want to know. And if it did work, I post this shit. Like, and, and, and just, just undercut, undercut the fuck, fuck out of them, like, nigga, this is all you gotta do. You know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking this of now? You know what I'm thinking what? of now? Why hasn't What's that it? been done yet? All these stupid-ass YouTubers who do all this exactly. other bullshit on YouTube, motherfuckers would be like, oh, I bought this Instagram ad, I bought this Instagram ad water to see how it'll work, I bought this Instagram ad this and that to see how it Bitch, y'all ain't bought the shit that we ain't been seeing for the past 10 years, it's the same little, it's the same ad. They got, they got the goddamn dick and it's slow mode. It looking like it's growing over it. Nigga, we haven't seen that shit for the past 10 years. And ain't nobody thought to go and Ain't nobody thought to do a review on that product? <laughs> we, we need answers. You Come on, son. We need answers, son. We need answers. We've been seeing this shit for too long not to know if it's working. And we done said this shit. Somebody gonna listen to this like, the light bulb will come on. I'm a genius. Hey, they can do it because I'm scared too, so. <laughs> oh, God. God. What if my shit fall off? Hey. It grew seven inches and never worked again. That shit going to have some, that shit going to have some gas. It's going to be a mix of gas station pill and horse pills, son. Going to have you out oh, there God. fucking the concrete. You ain't going to be yeah, able yeah. to want to stop. Your girl, your girl, girl going to be mad as hell. I, I thought, thought you were going to come. come. I can't. The holes full of shit. <laughs> like, that's, that's real though. Why, why ain't nobody did this shit? shit? The dick pills and the on the, the dating guide. Oh, oh damn. Nah, nigga, I don't. Boy, you yeah, fuck me up now. Nah, the one, the one that says, and it has like the random number. I always be like, four new singles in your area, nigga. Why? Nigga, I was in base free and seeing them ass. I was like, nigga, ain't no, ain't no, ain't that, ain't that many people in base free. Nah, it'll be like fucking. 150 new peoples in your area waiting to have sex right now. I was like, Shit, bitch, ain't that many boy. people here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and most of these motherfuckers are either A underage or B old as fuck in the divorce. Nobody, 
want that shit. Man, no problem. I knew them ass was live, nigga. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> right now, right now, hundred people, hundred fifty people. Right now, nigga, that's the whole city. What they? Everybody want to fuck something. Hey, that's the whole city, man. I know y'all lying. Everybody that's, ain't even. That's open. wild though. <laughs> yeah. Hot, uh, hot, hot new single women in Taylorsville. Mm-hmm. Bitch, no. <laughs> Hey, bro, you know, you know, it's even crazy. Why haven't anybody did? I don't even. I don't, I don't think I don't see no video. I see we, no video like we that are. Nigga, we don't open the Pandora's box of new YouTube content. For real. Hey, trying all the trying all the ad stuff that's from like the websites that people not not. The shite <laughs> yeah, is websites. Hell yeah. Nigga, why ain't nobody? Why why ain't nobody did a review? Why ain't nobody did a view uh re- did a review of uh, back page yet? Well back page shut down, but the new one that they got that's not back page. We ain't gonna say the name we ain't gonna say the name. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna say the name of it, but but we know it's out there. No, we review the review the quality of the um the visions on that website. Nah, nigga, I know the perfect one. We need somebody to go around and review massage parlors. Yes, Lord. That's the great. That, that'll be the holy grail of entertainment. We need to upload the upload the um mature rated one to on YouTube. Upload the X rated one to Pornhub. I was just about to say, man, we might as well need to. the quality of the hands, y'all. Uh, we, we might as well need to go ahead and go and go into business all silver and dirt. A hot oil treatment was inadequate. But, but the, the happy ending was exceptional. Yeah, yeah. We probably we, we probably still gonna have to use code words because you know fucking police be watching everything. We'll be like, we'll be like the extra service that they gave was phenomenal. Was immaculate. The, the tip, the tip that I gave her for her work. Let's just say it was well it worked was for her. Lord. <laughs> it was well earned. It was well learned. <laughs> the, the load of the load of currency that I gave her. Was exceptional. Was exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just say. Nah, hell just, hell let's just say she's gonna be for, for a few. For, hmm. I need that. I need that, but I don't need it for the upclass strip clubs because I feel like we already see all the star tenders posting shit on their mm-hmm. Instagrams all the time. Nah, we, fuck, we need fuck. a review for the for the hole in the wall strip club. club. Nah, nah, who is strip club? Nigga, the ones that's in the middle of. I want C but I want C section scars and bullet wounds. We we need we need we need. We need strip club reviews of these random ass gentlemen lounges in the middle of the Tennessee mountains and shit. Yeah, there ain't nobody that is. It's, it's literally just a strip club, a gas station, and a Motel Six in the in the only town. That's the only. Oh thing hell yeah! That's the shit we that's need. Money this is, that's what we need. We that's need. a moonshine money laundering sort of thing. We need that. Hey, what I call it? Yeah, moonshine money laundering. <laughs> we need hey, a moonshine money laundering sort of. That's what that is. You don't want to fuck that money. We need that shit. We ain't got one stripper, and all we care about is titties. That ass is overrated. <laughs> going, going there, the bitch titties was like airbags. Nah, we going there. It's like oh, it's one old motherfucker been stripping since the forties. Her, her titties jump around like a frog. 
and she, she smokes cigarettes. cigarettes. She, she put for $20, she'll blow cigarettes smoking in your face. I bet you she got some tricks, though. She ain't been around for that long. I wonder. I want to. Man, there was this one lady. Man, it was this one lady. They have stories about a lot of comedians talk about that was in Japan. That was in Japan. You you have to Google her. I think it was called the Banana Lady or something. Oh, oh shit. shit. But anyway, the bit. I'm already Anyway, the bit was put. This is all what I heard now. I don't think there's video of it, but she used to go like. She used to be like around uh-huh. military bases in Japan. And they used to call it a banana lady. I think it's banana lady. Bro, she would put a banana in her pussy. A full intact banana in her pussy. And the shit would come out sliced. Oh, hell yeah. Nigga, we don't. I gotta see it. Like sliced, like multiple slices, not just one. Like, I don't give a fuck. I gotta see it. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, the crazy part the about fuck? it, I think she did now because she was like old as fuck. Like she had been around like since like like World War Two times. Like she was that old. I don't know how to record that shit. They might, they might have like she was apparently. That's one of the traded video. That's one of the traded video tape joints. You gotta know somebody that got tape. Apparently, apparently she was still around like up until the twenty ten. So it probably some video. Hell yeah, motherfucker. You done told me some shit. I'm finna find this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I think it was around Osaka. Yeah, yeah, man. This. Yeah, yeah. This the this is the content the streets need, man. This is the content the streets need. The banana show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. I, I understand it. Not, not safe for work. I know what this shit means. <laughs> Hell yeah, motherfucker. Legend uh, was a living legend. You hear me? Yes. Hello. <laughs> you, know? you hear me? Uh, what say? say? I said, I said, motherfucker was a living legend. One. Hell yeah. yeah. But this is a long ass story. <laughs> oh, see, they ain't even see, man. I don't even think they have videos, man. She gets a banana from another stripper and does a mental thing to this one banana. It was like watching some sort of twisted banana smut. They started suddenly. It's like a commercial, and the poor bastard laying in the middle of the stage was a whole level uncomfortable. The, the peels of the banana that shows it to herself. In a manner not fit for a lady. I was so man born watching the horror, I honestly don't think I would see what happened next. She squats over the victim and the guys are yelling, eat it, eat it, eat it. He opens his mouth and she starts pushing banana, slicing it as he eats it. Why the fuck did nobody this? <laughs> you motherfuckers. You selfish bitches. I hate you all. <laughs> hey, bro. I'm telling you. Hey, bro. I'm telling you, man. Oh, hey, nigga. You ain't gonna believe this shit. What? They got it a video? ain't just one. Is it multiple? A, no, not, not a video. video. It's multiple. It's, it's like, like different qualities of people. Oh, shoot. That's crazy. Hell no. Nah. Hell, uh, so, so but they all like in Japan or some shit. 
Yeah, Okinawa. It's, it's like one lady in particular, like she's the master, dude. but the rest of them, she got disciples. So this is <laughs> happening. Oh man, we gotta, we got, we gotta go. We going to the Japan. We gotta go. We gotta. See I'm it. not eating it, but then I'm gonna watch. Nigga, this shit sound nasty as fuck. <laughs> we gotta see it. We gotta see it. <laughs> Man, we got man, man. That's man. some American shit. We gotta see it. In the next two years, we gotta play. I'm Johnny America, Japan. bitch. I want to see what's going down. Damn. You hear me? In the next few years, we gotta plan a trip to Japan. We gotta go to Tokyo and Okinawa. Tokyo for the anime shit, and Okinawa for uh, the banana oh, show. Oh shit! Okinawa for the banana show. Hold up. We got to. We got. We got to. We got to. If. I'm hitting Okinawa first Cause I'm gonna need a damn debuff after I see This shit Hell no This shit crazy Hey G you sound like a robot again Oh shit my, my fault my fault you, you know what that shit is Can you hear me Oh shit hold up y'all Yeah, having a little bit of technical, technical difficulties I can hear you now Okay man you know what it is It's my charger Like when, my, when I unplug my charger on my oh, laptop, once, once the battery low, like it kind of like starts sounding like a robot, especially mm -hmm. right, right now because since I'm recording and like I'm having this live video at the same time, and then I also got some like other apps running in the background, like my my uh my laptop, oh, like, it's going, you know what I'm saying, like it's, it's working, so that's the reason why, yeah, it ain't nothing too much, yeah. Nigga, push is he gonna be a, re a free agent after his next album? <laughs> he gonna fulfill his Def Jam contract and he gonna own all his masters. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, that's what's up. All the ones from previous stuff? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's what's up. So, I mean, push, so, push, I had eaten. I mean, that McDonald's check is coming in the middle. Well, no, I think he, he, he did. He got paid up front for that McDonald's stuff. If that nigga would have only knew that they, so. that they would still be that they'll still be playing this stuff after two thousand three, that they would become they phrase, huh? Ba da ba ba ba, I'm loving it, man. You know what's crazy now? Yeah. That like we didn't even like for the longest time our generation we didn't even know that that was like Pusha T that wrote that. Like that. Hell no. But he wrote he. No, that fact you gave it by for real. Which one? I don't remember which one he got. He got the. the he was responsible for ten percent of all radio singles oh, yeah. in the two thousand. Oh, nigga, nigga, this the crazy son. Nigga, this that's that is that's, almost son. That's un, that's never gonna be done again. Son, nigga, Drake didn't even do that. Drake had been on for the last. That's been on top for the last ten years. They, they don't, he don't even have no crazy statistics like that because radio ain't even been a thing since Drake got on, nigga. No, for real, was the last exactly. person that, that ever had that stat. So for so for real, it's pretty much goat level based on his position in it. He's the last one to do it, and nobody else is ever going to touch it again because everything now is digital. Radio just exists for people riding in their cars and for news. <laughs> I ain't even gonna see people riding around in their cars. If they, if your car ain't got Bluetooth, then that's the only time you well, use it. <laughs> for real. Nah, for real. Everybody got an FM adapter, so 
Shit. It's a, it's a way you. I don't give a fuck. You driving in the old school. It's a way to play play music in your car from your phone, even if you got a 1950s car. You put Shit, nigga, off tape. Hell yeah, you play the damn thing in and they got damn cigarette lighter. No, nigga, better than that. <laughs> Hell, the, the the tape, the on uh, record, the tape with the fucking off cord on the tip of it. Uh huh. You in there? Oh, for real, facts, shit. facts. Yeah, or shit, be a real nigga and just take your car to the on um, Mexicans and get your stereo updated. Hell yeah. They, they ain't gotta do nothing but pull that shit out and put it back in there. Exactly. Put you put some some new shit in there. Yeah. Take that old Chrysler. Sound system out mm-hmm. from '85 and put you some bowls in that shit or some JBL with mm-hmm. a um headpiece in there. Ho. You straight man? Go full digital in your shit. Mm-hmm. I have a, I really would have an old school body with all new school shit in it, like a electric dash. I wouldn't have electric dash actually. I still have dials and shit. I have some shit electric. Mm-hmm. The shit, the shit, the shit. The like my radio, the radio, and probably like your your seat moving up and down. I want that shit yeah. electric. And turn oh, the and one uh, oh yeah, and a damn reverse camera. Oh, and LED lights for sure. Yes, LED lights for sure. <laughs> Maybe some lights inside for when you riding and shit. Oh, yeah, for facts, facts. Need the LEDs, man. You need to turn into a spaceship. I said, got a spaceship, and I was pissed with that thing. What's the good of having a 1950s car with a new interior with no LED lights inside? You gotta make it. Exactly. You gotta make that shit. I ain't gonna lie. That retro cutlass episode we cut, Mm -hmm. nigga, we talked about having cars with shit in it. Nigga, Mm -hmm. I would love to just like that if if a car company would let me design a car. Because, like, Chevrolet would be the where I would go, and I could be a 64 Impala with all new shit in it. Bro, you know what piss me? about this quote-unquote job shortage because you'll see like some of the most fantastic jobs ever and you apply for them bitches you know you might not have the experience but you'll put a heartfelt letter in there you'll be like, ah, i might not have any experience doing this but i guarantee if you trade me i, if you I will work, learn i'll work goddamn <laughs> and they'll say unfortunately you have not be slits but it's definitely like motherfucker this nigga y'all is not gonna Bitch. find anybody for this job just give you, it to me i swear <laughs> to god give it to me just give it to them. What I said that so shit. Down? <laughs> so damn. Like real shit. That, it was like that in college though. I applied to be like an assistant, and uh-huh. they told me I wasn't qualified because I wasn't a sophomore. Like, Bitch, bro, give it to me. I'm the only person that wants to do this. To be the art nigga, I, my job would have been literally just painting shit and going to look at shit my art teacher didn't want to go do. Mm-hmm. I'd have been in Hattiesburg at an art gallery looking for pieces and scouting artists to bring to JC. To display their artwork yeah, yeah. for a fee, and they'd have paid no, a bank. They'd have ran out the gallery. Nobody. Hell else. no! Like, All I was gonna do was ride around. Like, they're never gonna pay me by fucking on um, mileage. Fucking crazy, man. Nigga, I'd have been all up in state with your ass doing this shit. Uh, yeah. Fucking crazy, man. Well, no. Yeah, my teacher would have got me exempt from all my classes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he already told me that. It's up to the dean to hire you. Fuck that nigga. Yeah. We talking about me. I'm the only person up for this shit. I'm the only one with the first off that want to do it. And B, I was the only motherfucker in the class with a car that wasn't living on campus. 
Hmm. And my dad wouldn't have gave a fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. He'd have been trying to ride here. But where we going this week? <laughs> that shit's stupid, though. That, that job shit, now that you bring it up now, it'd be people who perfect for these jobs, too. Even down to, like, okay, I got a homegirl. She just got out of um, art school. Uh-huh. She tried to get on at Lowe's in the paint department because she loved fucking with colors, and that's the only thing she could find that really would allow her to use some of her degree. Yeah. Do you know they told her that they that um that her if it, it was she was overqualified for the job? Damn, it's madness out here. That's nigga, that's the perfect person for that shit. All she does is fuck with colors. She studied color theory. Fucking does. Man, bro, you'll be surprised. It's madness out here in these streets, my nigga. It is. And telling somebody overqualified for a job is dumb as fuck. Like, nigga, clearly what I got a degree in ain't hiring. No, that nigga, clearly, nigga, clearly I need the job. Nigga, don't you see, don't you see me here in front of you? Clearly I need it. Exactly. I'm the type of nigga that's come out and ask you, bro, how many people now apply for this job? Five. How many passed the drug test? Two. How many of them are, are willing to work for what you pay? Two. How many of them gonna pass the background check? <laughs> you just laid this shit down. And I know for a fact I ain't got shit on my background I can pass the drug test. What's good? Man, no man. Fucking idiots, man. But hey. And And to the people who unemployment has gotten too good, I understand. I understand you completely. You can make five hundred staying at the house or you can make four hundred for two weeks working and slaving on a minimum wage job. I support you, my king. I see you, king. Especially when that shit was a band a week. I damn sure see it. Hmm. I wish I'd have got fired at the height of COVID. I would have been at the fucking house a band a week. <laughs> shit. Niggas, niggas at the crib, niggas at the job fighting these boss and they wouldn't fire his ass. Exactly. <laughs> and... We had a motherfucker get fired for not cleaning. I punched the motherfucker in the face and couldn't get fired. <laughs> like I, I saw, like a nigga called me a bitch and I hit him right in the, I busted his lip. He hey, bled on a chicken. Hey, for real. Man, they weren't trying to fire my ass. They were like, you're too valuable to lose. No the fuck I'm not. No the fuck I'm not. <laughs> Dummy girl? Hell no. Nah. That shit wild though, man. That shit is wild. <laughs> what you been? What you been? What kind of content you been taking in, man? Other than um decent relationship shit, man. Just really the relationship shit is like, like at the low end. Like I ain't even been like digesting a lot of music and stuff lately. It's really just been a bunch of like business podcasts, how to start businesses. And shit like that because, like, I mean, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm at work. Bit some music I like to listen to, but bit music pretty much puts me in like a a good and content mute mood. And when I'm at work, I'm thinking about hustling. 
So I'd rather be listening to some like some shit about like building a business and shit that. like that. So it ain't really that like I want to like leave the job and build a business, but this shit it inspire you so like you can keep your mind focused yeah. on the end goal type shit. So I mean, really, put you put put the work in, reap the results of the, reap the rewards from the results. I understand. Yeah, yeah. So that, so they really. Help I mean, me personally, I've been taking in music because I've been trying to decide how I want my music to sound. I've been going through a couple styles and shit. I really got into Pearl Jam recently. What's up, people? What's up, people? What's up, people? Now I'm just taking this time out of this great, magnificent episode of the Products of Public School Education Podcast just to speak to my people who are interested in joining the podcasting space. I know there are a couple of questions that you all that you guys want to know. Like, how do I edit? Is there a way to broadcast this live? How do I record an episode in general? And how do I get my show on all apps or as many apps as possible? Not only talking about Stitcher, not only talking about Google Podcasts, not only Apple Podcasts, but all of them in general. And the truth of the matter is, honestly, how do you make money? How do you make money as quickly as possible? And honestly, those other apps are great. I mean, especially Spotify. Some might even say Google Podcast is a great one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might even frequent other podcasting platforms, but for the truth of the matter, there's only one podcasting platform that I trust to release my podcast on, and that's Acre. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, editing, and broadcasting your podcast. And it's 100% free. It's 100% free. All you have to do is make an account and get on it and start. It's ridiculously easy to use and ludicrously easy to use. Some might even say rem. Somebody, somebody might even say, I can't even think of another word that to describe how easy it is to use. But stupendously easy to use. That's a good one. All right, I'm going to use that one. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors. Sponsors for people who make not safe for work content, safe for work content, family-oriented content, children-oriented content, murder mystery content, horror content, or even just pure comedic content, and all of the above. They'll help curate your sponsors specifically for you and who doesn't want that who doesn't want to make money as fast as possible right away not even a couple episodes into the podcast and space you can already be paired up with different sponsors and that's one of the things that i'm doing right now by reading you this ad so right now if you're interested in starting a podcast don't waste any more time it's all about consistency which is something over here you know we're proud of some public school education for a reason. We ain't the best, but we try to be. But if you want to start a podcast, go ahead and download the app right now. Or if you're on your desktop, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. So I had oh, tried shit. to run to the bathroom before, like, without breaking your train of thought. <laughs> you damn sure broke that shit. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you was gonna still be talking by the time I got back. Boy, I, boy, I came back. I put the headphones. On. I was like, "Fuck, he ain't talking no more." I was like, "Oh, like now nah, about to be." I was like, "Now nah, about to be a hella awkward when I come back." Damn so. Oh no, nigga. 
Nah, leave that shit in, because that shit going to be funny as hell. All I, well, as soon as I heard some shit fall, I said, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Nigga, you all right? <laughs> Nigga, Rooster. Nigga, you all right? <laughs> hey, I started doing shit like that, <laughs> trying to get a response. Nigga, I didn't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, nah. I don't like a little kid when your mom leave to go get something and left you with the rest and the, and the cash shit start ringing shit up and you ain't got no money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um nah nigga I recently got into Pearl Jam and shit Pearl like and any type of music that really deals with emotions and shit I'm really starting to fuck with yeah cause it's more I find that shit to be more conducive to my thought process than listening to hip hop now combining hip hop now glorifies making it too much more than the struggle or uh, the general human interaction yeah Everybody wants baguettes and nobody wants to know, like, it's more, like J. Cole said, nobody wants to talk about the process, everybody wants to talk about the end goal. Hey, fact, fact. I think so that, it's like, for me, go ahead, son. Go ahead. I was about to say, I think, oh. that, I think that's, I think that's a general way to be, especially in this day and age, especially with this generation the Gen Z generation, which is ours, and then the previous generation, which is millennials, and just given the fact that the technology that we were introduced as, as people at a younger age has yeah. kind of helped, made us even more impatient than before. But even even still before then, I mean, you still have people like, there's never been a young person that was, that was comfortable knowing that it was going to take them to be an older age to get stability and that was like in the that was like in the past when it was like a guarantee that you was gonna like when you got on this job for 10 plus years you was gonna like have all your benefits in the ghetto hell yeah and even now it's not even like that anymore so just think about how with the internet and with the how the fact that the shit is not a guarantee anymore just think about how how impatient people are now but i mean shit the motherfuckers gotta trust the process but also it needs to be a process put into place for sure Exactly. It's only it's only like, it's only so many jobs out there for four one K or offer any type of retirement that's really gonna help you when you get out of the job. Let me look this shit up real quick to share with you. Nigga Earl Quest Sweatshirt had a quote too about making music at an older age. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna pull that shit up right now. I can't call it on top of my head. But it was damn well said by a very intelligent young man. Let me let me get to it. Let me get to it. When you see people enter the rap game around twenty eight to thirty years old, it feels wholly different than kids. Adult rap has made a case for itself. Valley came in as full a fully developed adult with his own unique taste and everything. And you feel it. You feel secure. It feels like blanket. Jay Z came in at twenty six, bro. A lot of artists came in when they were fu- was fully grown, and the difference between 27, 28, and 16, 17 is a whole is a difference. Mm-hmm. So it's like even I, that shit made me so secure in making music, which is now considered the midway point. Like I've lived a little bit, but I still have shit to experience about. So I'm at an age where I'm intelligent enough and mature enough to speak on certain subjects with nuance. But you're gonna watch me grow, so it's like I'm at the perfect age to start. Any age is the perfect age to start, considering mm-hmm. the fact that Bow Wow became famous at 12, 13. Mm-hmm. 
Two Chains made it at 36. Freddie Gibbs didn't get nominated to a Grammy until he was damn near in his late 30s. So there's no time limit on making it. It's just about being creative, being secure, and knowing your learn building the audience and learning your audience. Yeah. Those are the keys to being successful in anything. Knowing what you do and becoming one of the best at what you do. Big fat. And that and my and I'm just fucking around with sounds and shit, which is I ain't sent Rooster a beat in so long. I'm actually ashamed of myself for not sharing my shit with you. Yeah, you but nigga, just cu- sitting around listening to like different instrumentals and how guys play with shit. I'm really starting to get a feel for how I want my shit to sound. I want my shit to sound like the world in this. I want to make the soundtrack to the apocalypse. They say it's in there every day, so hey, you got the perfect market for it. Oh, God. Every tomorrow is uncertain, you feel me? Exactly. That's the first damn album. That's the first name. That's the name of the first mixtape. Every tomorrow is uncertain. (laughs) Hell yeah. Then I'm going to come out with some James. I'm going to come out with James Bond that type album cover. Like you know, the opening sequence of Jane Bond. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm know, just gonna get. Uh, you know, I thought about the other day. I'm sorry to cut you off, but man, man, why this, man, dude, the, I was watching this tunerific, tunerific to read video. If y'all know, if y'all know anything about comic review, comic cartoon reviews on YouTube, y'all know who he is. But anyway, man, man, I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't never knew what they was called, bro. But those little clip arts that they had in front of every. Episode of Eddie and Eddie was so fucking fresh, bro. If you go yeah. back and look at them, bro, because they all like have like that, like they look like they were painted. Yeah, and they all had like a st- distorted shape to it, like the title, the title art, or whatever you call it. Nigga, I love that shit now. Like nigga, as a little kid, dope. I really love that shit. That shit dope. But like, nigga, that was some like high quality paintings. Yeah, yeah. And I fuck with their art style. Yeah, like for real. Nigga, I'm so glad you talked about that shit because people sleep on like art and cartoons and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of my favorite art styles for real, I know it's an anime, it's not a cartoon, but it's a cartoon to me. Nigga, Cowboy Bebop's backgrounds. Yeah. Nigga, that shit is, is next level beautiful. Hmm. Like, you can't even. Argue with me that that shit can't. You can't take a screenshot of some shit in there and be like, "I want." I can put that in the museum, nigga. You can, and people gonna fuck with it. People gonna buy that shit. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, I'm looking at these Ed and Nerdy title cards right now, but man, I need to make. I, yes, we need to make make this the clip off for this episode. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But shoot. Man, it's, man, cartoon, art and cartoons, and it's a conversation for a different day, but American cartoons have some, well, cartoons in general, but I guess you'll just say America because that's the ones we grew up watching. Yeah, let's do American cartoons because everything else is alien to a lot of people. Like to pretend like shit don't, shit ain't hidden or something. I don't know what the big deal about that is, but. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But man, the the art style is so underrated just because just because like a lot of people just associate it with 
childhood and children watching it. But man, if you go back and just like watch the art, uh, art style of a bunch of them, like, okay, the art might be basic, like the way the characters move might be basic, but their facial expressions might be on point. Or the voice actor might perfectly match how the attitude of that of that character. Yes. Like, nigga, code name kids nigga door. Even if it, though it's a show that heavily shifts into the hyper into um the cartoony aspects of slapstick and crude humor. Nigga, so that's not some of the most beautiful scenes. I've ever seen like the episode where they're stranded in the ocean of asparagus. Oh, nigga, what? Nigga, that shit is beautiful. Steven Universe should be in a whole other category by itself of beautiful, but Ed and Eddie, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and Codename Kids Next Door, you could take screenshots of the backgrounds in them shows. The title cards from Ed and Eddie, the um, the absurdity of the the villains in Courage's Cowardly Dog and nice. the children's expressions and the weapons from Codename Kids Next Door, nigga, that's next level art theory. No. That hasn't well, been me, done since. Let me add one to that too. The claymation clips that that they'll put into episodes like of uh, T V shows like Childer and uh what's the other one? Robot Chicken. No, no, not Robot Chicken. I'm I'm talking about like strictly cartoon network with this. Oh, um, misadventures of Flapjack. Yes. Like when somebody make like an ugly face and then they'll switch the ugly face from like a cartoon face into a claymation face and this shit is just horrendously ugly. Like it's an art yes. style to that shit. Nigga, that takes skill. Exactly. Even this shit I'm starting to fuck with heavy now. Um, Simpsons backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that shit is beautiful. Like, the steel moments where no characters are in the frame of the show. By the way, let's go back to doing that with animation. Set the scene up with nothing in the background. You just get a general tone of colors and music for the room. You can feel the atmosphere in older episodes of The Simpsons, man. Like, you can feel when some shit was about to get heavy. Hell yeah. Like I think now we lean too much into serialization and the care is something constantly has to be happening. They don't know how to build anticipation for moments no more. Hmm. That's a lost art. Even in music. Like I'm noticing like I'm not not to harp on like this wave. I've been saying this shit a lot in my personal life. Nigga, music has really been it's, the quantity of music has gone up. And the quality is up in certain places. Like lo-fi hip hop, to me, does it right in terms of balancing that whole album. Like you have a banger here, a banger like track two, four, and six would be bangers. Track one is the intro. Track five is an on skit, and the la- and the final track on the album, whatever number it is, is usually a skit followed by a song, followed by a resolution to the story. And everything else is just atmosphere and building attention toward the bangers. Yeah. That's how albums should be done. Now you have a it, albums now feel like playlists full of just bangers. I tried to listen to a little baby album, or even a DJ Khaled. I'm listening to DJ Khaled because Little Baby does a good job putting his albums together. Whoever puts his albums together, yeah. But DJ Khaled albums, you are hitting me in the face with banger after banger after banger. Like, no. <laughs> 
There's only so much of the, the, the same weak ass lyrics I can take over 808. Like even with Lil Uzi, like that's the beauty of um what was the the, the Eternal the Tape? It may have been all bangers, but at least every six songs the tempo shifted. Yeah. And it made it easier to listen to. Like I don't like the shit with him in Future. It's like strikes like Burberry and um. What's the one that really turns me on? The way she licking on my stones, drinking and smoking. Yeah. Them the only two songs I can vividly remember about that shit. Like, Trippy Red does a good job with his albums, putting them together so they flow. Like, he switches between melodies and bangers. Hell yeah. Very good at it, too. I fuss with Trippy Red. Long way. Yes. My, and Rooster them show put me on my bro. Chicks tape three may be one of the best fucking mixtapes ever made. <laughs> it's up there with faces. Hey, I'm not mad at it. It's up I'm hell no, you bet not be shit. <laughs> if you ain't heard that shit, I found the playlist on YouTube. Nigga, when I tell you I was backing shit up just for the way he was flipping them samples, boy. And that's it. I think when he did started the Chicks Tape series, he did that, like, in the, to pay homage to Lil Wayne and what he used to do with the Dedication series and, like, how he used to go in and flip. And just all, most of Wayne's mixtapes is mostly just flips of, like, popular records at the time. And, like, he just yes. just remixed those and freestyled over them, which is, which is phenomenal because, like, you can literally, as time passes by, you can literally go back to those Dedications and those, like, Sorry for the Wait. And those like no ceilings, and really could listen to like what was big at the moment. Like if you listen to, if you listen to no ceilings, that that mixtape will tell you every song. That's a time capsule. That's a time capsule. And I think what Tory Lanez did, he did the same thing, but not, but it's not really cementing a time and place in history because he's you know, just paying homage to shit he like. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like it's just a that beauty in the bin. The beauty in the beans on Chicks Tape Five with Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. remix, bro. What can I say to you that you ain't never heard, nigga? Proud <laughs> like what? Man. No, nigga. I wanna take it down. Yeah. I really wanna take it down. Like that nigga and the story in the album go hard too about he's coming back to the city and the the girl he was fucking with trying to get another girl to fuck him over. Mm-hmm. That shit's hard. The little shit. Tori does the little shit well. I jumped. I really like the last month dove down a rabbit hole of great rappers. I my taste have changed so much, dude. It's turned like what I enjoy. Tour Lane's the guy in your regular rotation, ain't it? I can tell by the way you're talking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jonah Lucas has made his way into my rotation. Hey, I'll I'm still. I'm, Earl's new album is fucking phenomenal. I haven't listened to some it. That's some of his best bar work. I haven't listened to it. I already know you're telling the truth. I'm fucking with some Loop. Loop. That shit hard. His uh, shit hard. Um, I found a new rapper, Bodie James. I'm been fucking with him. His oh, shit with the Alchemist. Yeah, Bodie James. Bodie James gave me the same Freddie Gibbs feeling, but I think Bodie, Bodie James is from Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Texas. Texas. 
Thought it was Texas. But yeah. hey. Stove guy cooks. Nigga, if you what? ain't never heard nigga. And the nigga name is always it's so dope because whenever I hear something, whenever before I heard before I listened to him, I thought like Stove God Cooks was just like his name was Stove God, but everybody just put Cooks on the end of it. Now Stove God Cooks, nigga, that's the title, and that's what the fuck he does. You hear me? Yes. Like yo, somebody else made it to my rotation too that I didn't think would. Joey Badass is back in my shit because I started listening Man, to Nineteen Ninety Nine again. I saw him doing the media run. I think he putting out somewhere he in the TV show. Or something is is he in the New Power or something? Because he doing like a uh-huh. media run. He's right in the, um, um he's in the um the one about raising Kenny. Uh, like the main, the main villain, not villain, but is he a villain technically in power? I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't watched all the power. I, I <laughs> like after either. season one, I kind of tapped out. I mean, I ain't watched My brain kind of. Oh God! <laughs> like my brain taps out on shows like that. Well, keep going though. What was the, that that empire? Badass. What was the Joey Badass though? Oh no, nineteen ninety nine. His shit with um. Not shit. His classic with fucking Capital Steve's R.I.P. to uh, underdeveloped legend. Because mm-hmm. he, that's, that was infinite potential. Free the Robots is still one of the best songs I've ever heard. Like, I'm really starting to fuck with lyrics and storytelling more than actual bangs in the wheel. Like, I'm trying to, like, I started like, listening to Bryson Tiller trying to find... Oh yeah, Tory Lanez is basically a better version of Bryson Tiller. That's a hot take. I, I, I my, it hit my brain. Like that nigga is a better version of Bryson Tiller. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a hot take, but I'm fucking with it. <laughs> no, not even that. He sings better. His his toxic relationship shit. Him and Brent Fayez do that shit well. Even the parts of and Tory raps better than your favorite. He raps as good as your favorite rapper and sings as good as your favorite R and B nigga. Like, mm. hey, Don Tolliver, Don Tolliver tough too. But Don Tolliver got fucking bangers. But we Don, that's bangers. You know what I like about Don Tolliver? Whatever you know what like? he's on, <laughs> it becomes his. Well, it's that like, shit with limp for internet money. Yeah, yeah. Internet money, bitch. Fuck you talking about. That nigga, that nigga Don Tolliver, I feel like, you know how Travis Scott has like that, uh, I'll just call it like inner voice or God voice, however you want to call it, that sounds like hella yeah. reverbish and hella bass yes. to it. I feel like Don Tolliver took that instead of made, having it be a cameo on all of his songs, Don Tolliver just that is his go-to song. voice. <laughs> he just, he just, exactly. He just said, nigga, like, I like um, this. I'm Travis Scott, <laughs> he sounds like Rodeo, but... It's not just him. Like, it's not the rodeo shit. Like, mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Like, that shit, that rumble, that's what I call it, the rumble in the song. Like, his exactly. shit sound like a long-ass war cry. Exactly. And I fucks with it. I like, I like, um, what's his name? People, when, when you talking about toxic relationships and R&B, Giveon is a good one, too. But I feel like a lot yes. of people slept on Blast because Blast and Giveon put out two albums, R&B albums, like like two weeks apart from each other. They both like close to the same age, similar stuff. And I think Giveon right. and, and both of their albums like this, is like maybe twenty. I had to school some motherfuckers. It's like twenty twenty. I had school. Go ahead, go ahead. I had to, I had to school some motherfuckers on your favorite artists too. 
Like niggas kept trying to give Silk Sonic success over to oh, um, oh Bruno Mars and she I was like nigga you better go listen to fucking um first off you better listen to Oxnard you gotta go listen to that shit he did with no worries nigga they dropping another one they dropping he he dropped I know steps, boy all right go ahead keep going son keep going because I'm about to give like I know and I told him like go watch his live performances and shit. Everything about that Silk Sonic project is Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals. Exactly. The only that's all. The, the only contribution that I could give to Bruno Mars, his is, power, the power in his voice. Exactly. I, I was just I was just about to say it's not his popularity, but it's like it's something about his presence on the song. And then like he's very much the vibe that Anderson Pack. Always encapsulates when it comes to his old school feeling records, but the only thing like, is Anderson Pac has like that raspy voice, but Bruno Mars has like that buttery smooth voice that kind of fits like the boy band type feel that they were yeah. going to for the album. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly it's like Smokey, it's like Smokey Robinson meets um Lionel Richie. Like, if we being real, yeah, yeah, no, Smokey Robinson meets um, what's his name? What's my dude's name? A chair is still a chair. Oh, nigga. Are you gonna be in love Luther, with me? That's not Luther Vandross, is it? Luther. That's Luther Vandross, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like that type of shit. Like, you got Anderson Pack is that he, you can tell who sits down and fucks for plans with the music. Like, Anderson sits with the Free National probably for hours, and Bruno walks in and, like, okay, I, I'm gonna let me vibe yeah, to this for Bruno a minute. Bruno walks in off a of cup. Walks in all coked up with with powder around his nose. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. But he gonna hit every I mean, note. He gonna hit every note perfect, but we just know he wasn't a even, part of the creative process. You know what I'm saying? Even <laughs> Oh, I believe leave the door open. They told him, Hey, sing your fucking heart out. <laughs> hey, get get bring bring the shit in him. We need some more of that shit for him. <laughs> it would surprise me that uh, no, nah, but like I want to see motherfucker need to put some respect on Anderson's name because if I was a artist coming up in the game, like I want a, a collab, I want to see, and I think I'm going to get a chance to see it. <clears throat> I want to see Conway the Machine do a whole album with Anderson Pack producing it because them instrumentals would be crazy and the coke stuff and the stories, the dope dealing stories that, that would go down on that album. You would have a Benny the Butcher feature, and would it be some West Coast shit? Did, did you see? I did know. You, did you see that Benny the Butcher song that J- just came out with J Cole on it? I didn't. I, I want to hear it. Oh, nigga. I ain't hear it yet. I gotta hear it. I, I, don't worry. It just so happens that we not that I don't know how to share my screen now. So let's pull up this video. Let's pull up this video, oh, shit. and you can come to it too. Well, nah, I'm not about. To, I'm not trying to go loud. Oh yeah, go loud. Man, shit, bro. All right, All right I'm about to. I'm about to play it for you, son. Alright. Well, pull up your video. Pull up your video. Where you at? And let me get off all this shit. Pull up. Pull up your video card so you can see it. Man, this is man. We've been going for a minute. This is a good, decent episode. This is about two, we approaching like two hours, man. Man, nigga, because the conversations are lit. Tanner Talk 4 I'm coming a, out, too. 
that's what that's what the it's a Benny the Butcher song, but it's for it's coming off of Tana Talk Four, so it, I guess it's the title. Yes, from Tana Talk Four, and nigga, you already know. I, I, you remember when I played Tana Talk, Tana Talk Two, was it? Nah, Tana Talk Three, three. nigga. For your dad, the your intro dad said, Tana Talk Three is the greatest shit I ever heard in my life, <laughs> and I found Keisha, and I found Keisha Plum SoundCloud. So Shawty is killing. Keisha she Plum has some true, of the poetry. That shit is dirty in the best way possible. That damn Keisha Plum said, David said something about her, her pussy gets moist to the texture of my voice. I said, ooh, damn. I said, what? what the, this <laughs> she, she was wilding. She was wilding. <laughs> yeah. All right, here you go. For y'all listening, here you go. Johnny P's cat, cat. Another one. Another one. Butcher on steroids is a damn good one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man, Griselda, Griselda don't miss. I, I've been out of music yeah. heavy, but nigga, I, uh, I, I, I still know yes they the, do. I still, they miss. Fly God was, uh, is an awesome guy. Wasn't really that good, G. Hey, I like, I, I'm, I love, I love everybody from Griselda, but I'm partial to West Side Gun. So, I see what yeah. you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's the one with Brett project- down. That's the one. With yeah, Squad, like, and it's like a count. Like that project could have been, but he, but he came black with, back with Hitler, whereas Herm's number Her seven. Hey, Dash, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> nigga, I've been on the, the East Coast shit. Then the same year, then the same year, he, at, he did, he did pray for Paris too. Let us not forget. 2019, yeah, 2020. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Can you hear me, son? I hear you. Hell yeah, nigga, that shit, that was a good ass shit for Griselda. I was focusing, but um, what's good? Oh, alright. If you pull up, if you pull up the video call now, you can see Johnny P's caddy. So I see it. Alright, let's go ahead and play this real fast. Yes. It'll be hard. Tanner talk for that shit be hot to me. You know this shit don't feel as good as it look. Conway. I'm straight though. So y'all listening to this? But you coming, nigga? This ain't my story about rags to riches, more about how I mastered physics. In a game, I used to train like Rocky, catching chickens. I was nice, but they was right when they told me that rap was finished. I had 10 bands in my stash when I passed over half a million. Come easy, no good. Don't be surprised I'll last these niggas. I mean, it's two different rap styles. And then they make tracks and this is like that's gonna add up the digits. They show a fake rap and pictures like that's gonna track. Cole actually like he um he 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 did like a Benny the type Benny type flow, so he kind of fit into the pocket a little bit more seamlessly. But I mean Cole he he don't, he don't really have the he don't, he ain't got the drug kingpin bar, so it's just not gonna hit his verse not gonna hit the same when it comes to like how it's flowing. I mean, if I'm being real, I don't want drug bars from Cole. I want Cole's albums are about dealing. No, I didn't with say I want drug bars from, from Cole. I'm saying he don't have that drug. He don't talk about like it's a certain type of flow that people have when they when they when they deliver drug bars most of the time. And since he does, since he yes. doesn't talk about that most of the time, like his pocket is not is not quite on point as to how. Benny the Butchers mm. is, and we know we know how good of a rapper J Cole is, and he's still not fitting into that pocket. So, not not perfect, not as seamless as you would think he would. But he, he's definitely yeah. in the pocket though. 
the pictures that was really me nigga i ain't have to act and conflicted only difference is i'm living and i would have whacked one of them niggas who knew that after drug dealing i still be casual spending mil plus annual income so here's my manual in some and this east side shit stealing me my ability to turn words to imagery probably the reason they gonna remember me figure we walk this tight rope with a feline's agility the streets did so much shit to me i could never live civilly i could never lead a scene without checking my marriage Cause some shit gon' always stick with me They wanna know what I brought to Griselda I say validity They asking what work that niggas put in I'm like, what didn't we? Problems? Then I correct through the obstacles I progress Illogical for them to feel they responsible for our success Besides Kanye West Tell me who else I gotta respect Cause I'm kinda perplexed It's about time that I got my respect the butcher, nigga Yeah uh, Are we gonna get an Uncle Allen Cole tape? Uh, Al uh, can Cole tape? Yes. Can that will that ever happen? I don't think so. I, would, might. Love, I would love for it to happen, but hmm, I don't think so. Cause I think Uncle Al would do it. Al, this is the thing with with the Alchemist. He a free spirit. He too much of a free spirit, just like J Cole. Yeah. So you ain't gonna never get too much. They, now they could could they do an EP together? Yeah, I mean, EP a tape like or an EP songs like they, they, but that shit would be legendary. It will be, it will be, but it'll be hard. It'll be hard to narrow them both down because I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, J Cole is cool enough. I, both of them cool enough to do it with each other because they not, never have animosity with any with anybody. I could see, it, I could see, I could see it happening. But do I think it's gonna happen? Given like how I'm just how happy we got covert. What you say? I'm just happy we got covert coop on streaming platforms now. So facts, facts. Classic currency. <laughs> man, but I fucking hate cold fans, but because they, man, the, I ain't even hear about this song until I was at work and then my homeboys text me and said, sit and send me a link. With the with the video and said Cole killed this kill killed Benny on this version. I'm like y'all niggas don't even know who Benny is. Nigga respect 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 nigga, Buffalo legend. Nigga, fuck this talking about this this verse better be crazy. It's not because Benny Benny does not have a bad verse. It's not. And they, he's one of if you see the comments. He's one of about, few rappers. You, if you see the comments, they talking about J Cole claiming the throne with this. We came out of the whole rap industry. They say, oh, he dissed Benny on his old song, man. If y'all go back and listen to Benny verse instead of giving, instead of sucking J. Cole dick, y'all hear that Benny said, nigga, ain't nobody, ain't nobody on the world besides Griselda that he need to respect. So in that aspect, he's saying he, he don't respect Cole. But y'all exactly. don't, don't listen to shit. And y'all don't know nothing about real <sighs> rap, so y'all don't know nothing about, y'all don't even know what Griselda is. So y'all can't even make my, the correlation. My whole thing with motherfuckers like Jake, I I love J Cole just cause the artist. His fan base is annoying as fuck because they are the reason he doesn't get the praise he deserves. I'm guilty. They ride I, too I, hard for him. I, I do not give J Cole the much of the credit he deserves because of his fan base, and I and I would openly say that if they, if if they were set okay. up, if they were set up and just let and let the music great. speak. If they just if all they gotta do is let him be great, but now nah, they wanna say nah. If they would do what Kendrick Lamar fans learned to do after the damn album came out, just enjoy the album. Kendrick you know I'm a big Kendrick fan. And Kendrick 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 will starve us. He, he exactly. <laughs> Look, let's be real. 
In Kendrick's case, and I'm gonna say this because I've been thinking about him a lot lately about his music. Mm-hmm. Kendrick doesn't have to put out a project to be successful, nigga, because he's told you his whole life story up until damn. He even gave you an album in a time where content is put out simply to be digested and regurgitated. He put his shit out two times, not as a deluxe, but as a reverse track list to show you that the album remains relevant no matter which direction you play it in. And it's meant to be as a listening experience, not as singular digested content. It is a work of art, not a playlist. And I can respect that. Who, who you think made I respect better, that more. That point, who do you think made better albums in totality? Cole or Kent? Frank Ocean. No, nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, let's be real in the family, so which one? I'm going to cut you just I'm just presenting the oh, no, I'll answer. answer. All right, answer, answer. I'll man. answer. I want to answer. Kendrick makes, has made better albums. Cole has better singles. Cole knows how to make it, how to get his fans hyped. Kendrick knows how to shake the whole world up. Like Kendrick, a guest verse from Kendrick can change the trajectory of a career, as seen with Baby King. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Baby verse, King, a guest verse from Cole is only done when he actually, when you actually will feels like. Yeah, and you most of the time it's from people that's already relevant in the hip hop game. I haven't seen him do any Drake stimulus package or any Kendrick. Well, we can't say that with Kendrick and Baby King, but Kendrick has done it before. But we can't say that with Kendrick and yeah. Baby King because Kendrick is literally Baby King uncle. Yes. It might be a little bit. It's it might funny. be a little bit of industry plant stuff going to, into it too. But Baby King is actually pretty cool. So that's nepotism. It is. It is. It is. But Baby King also on hey. the East Coast too, so it can't be too yeah. much nepotism because New York is not gonna just fuck with you because your uncle name because your uncle J Cole. I mean Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. I mean, Kendrick didn't call himself the king of New York on a project, so. Mm, mm, mm. But, and we all know how New York mm, felt mm, about mm, that, so. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they can get mad, but, oh, yeah, this is another thing, too, no, about no, New no, York. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if they if they were mad at Kendrick for saying, for saying that, then the yeah. odds of him. For, him being his nephew ain't going to mean shit. Yeah, exactly. So. But um, even with that, New York. Champion Griselda, show Griselda all the love you can, because thanks to Griselda, Jada Kiss and the Locks are now prevalent in culture again. East Coast crews are being first off. If it wasn't for the Wu Tang series, the Locks on versus Dipset battle, mm-hmm. and Griselda putting out East Coast classics, the East Coast would remain dead. Because ASAP Mob was putting out Southern classics. Mm-hmm. Fucking um, Playboy Cardi was signed to the ASAP mob. Designer sound like Future. You owe Griselda a fucking bag as a New York staple. Y'all should claim them along with the Mets, the Jets, the Giants, and the Yankees. Griselda and let's not let's not act like Griselda and arguably too. Especially especially from our generation, like that mid stretch from like 2011 to. 2016, 28. 20, 2016, 28. Nah, I'm gonna say 2016, 2011 to 2016. Let's not like, not let's not act like Action Bronson. Action Bronson didn't carry the fucking flag, especially for especially for like Action New York hip hop. 
New York hip hop, like as far as true to the rules. Yeah, I can see. No, bro, fuck New York hip hop. Food, New York food culture. New York sports New York culture. New York fashion culture. That motherfucker bled New York. Nigga. So, action was out here. Yeah, he a reason why a lot of people, especially if you in the YouTube generation, he a reason why a lot of people even, like, even have an affinity for Pop. New York hip hop. Exactly, cause his, that mixtape Blue Chips Two, the intro Pouches of Tuna, is one of the best intros in East Coast hip hop. It is the only song I've ever heard in my life with no drums, where I gotta play that shit on repeat just cause the bars are so hard. Man, bro, he. Man, if you just go back and look at his old Vice shit, man, all this shit got millions upon millions upon millions of views. Reviews. Views. It's a, if it's you go an back episode to, with him. If you go back to any other New York him, artists oh. at that time, thinking they ain't going to have near as many millions None of views of that as, shit. as actually Brunson had on food shows. Bruh, ASAP Rocky shots out Brunson in a lot of fucking shit, too. Like, yeah, ASAP Rocky may have been the king of New York for a while. And third, two. Well, out the rocky extent. it was action, right? Right out the rocky, it was it was well, action. And then it before was a rocky, it was action. You say before? Before rocky, yes. Let's, before let's, rocky, it was action. I, I feel like action was more so early twenty tens. Rocky was like late late two thousand, unless we not forget. Mm 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 mm. Rocky was two thousand twelve. Brunson was two thousand eleven. Brunson had to walk, had to crawl, so Rocky could run. Nah, Rocky, man, no, no, freaking the 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 10th anniversary of of Long Little ASAP just passed, and that was in 2010, 2011. I mean, 2021, it just passed, and it just passed in 2022. Oh yeah, damn. What year did Fashion Killer come out? Uh, Purple Swag. I think, I think that was on uh Long Live ASAP. And one train is one of the best posse cuts of all time too. So yeah, ASAP did did it. Mm, bro, madness, man, madness. I mean, nigga, this is lit though. Like, it's a lit ass conversation though about New York hip hop and how big it's gotten. Again. Okay, long live ASAP came out twenty thirteen. Now, what's the Action Brunson album you were talking about? Um, the mixtape pot on um, blue chips. Oh, this can't be right though. What album was that that just passed its 10, 10 year anniversary by ASAP? Um, at long last ASAP. No, it's live love ASAP. That's it. Yes, live love ASAP. Yeah, twenty that was twenty eleven. Oh 2011. shit! That, that's the one. That when had they, um, peso. that's the one that had peso yeah. on it. Palace. And yes, in one train. Yeah. Nigga. Uh-huh. And Purple Swag Chapter 2. Yes. Killer Get Lit. Keep It G. Leaf Roll One Up. Oh, shout out to ASAP Rocky too for having Big Crit on a fucking album. Oh, hell His yeah. album. <laughs> like you said, greatest posse cuts of all time. <laughs> Nigga. And we, first off, that's one of them where even like the most stiff lip hip-hop head, you, gotta, you can't pick who got the best shit in it. Kendrick walked up and hit a home run. Brunson walked in and kicked the door in. And Crick came from the Crick and Yellowwood brought moonshine from the <laughs> south to fuck the whole party up. 
You thought we we represented. <laughs> Niggas don't realize how big Creed is in Mississippi. For like my genera our generation. Nigga, the generation Nigga. before us, I I can't even take I I can't even give our generation credit, bro. Because I went to I, the when I went to my first big crit show. In 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 Jackson, man, you'll be Fix. surprised how many people there are. Like yeah, like mid like early thirties, late twenties, and this was like when I that was love 20. Crit. Because they they remember mixtapes like they remember my nigga yes. had mixtapes like Mississippi. No, my dad, my dad told me a dope story. His family owned a barbecue spot in in Meridian. Uh huh. He actually sat down and talked to Crit before he blew up. Hell yeah. So and said he was one of the most level-headed young dudes he ever met in his life. Hey, that's what so it's I, all about. Son. So knowing my dad <laughs> had an opportunity to have that conversation with Big Crit makes makes me like he got really album. put in perspective. Crit got an album on the way too. He do? I didn't know that. The reason I know because I follow him on YouTube. You know, I don't, I don't got Instagram, but he, he said um, it's, it's D-R-D-D. I can't. I can't tell you what. He got a. Ooh, it's a hard ass. It's a hard ass album cover. And can you still? You, I'm still sharing my uh, YouTube, which ain't my uh, my Google. Yeah. My Google hey, get screen. ready. Hey, play that cold verse after you show me this cover. All right, nigga. Cause this shit so. It's digital roses don't die. That's the name of it. Digital roses. Ooh, die. shit. That sound hard. Like it's. Ooh, that sound like it sound like it's on some NFT type shit, though. Digital roses don't die. Oh shit! He just he just he had just submitted the album like a week ago. It's coming out in February sometime, like early February. Nigga, this the this the this the fucking album cover right here. Look at this shit. You see it? I can't really. Yeah. Look at. I it. see it. It's brave. Nigga, that's hard. That's hard. I had them same braids and. Great. With a rose, nigga, nigga, you can't say that shit ain't hard. If you if you say that shit ain't hard, nigga, you hate me. I'm not, nigga. I didn't say it wasn't hard, no, nigga. I'm, I'm just saying in, I hate. And the individual says it's not hard. They hate. I hate. I really hate. I didn't keep my long ass hair undreadlocked for braids to come back. Cause nigga, I don't be <laughs> shitting on niggas. That's your one regret in life. So <laughs> I was I was so far behind the times I was ahead of the curve. <laughs> And I had the best fucking hair. But I took my hair down. Motherfuckers didn't believe how silky my shit was. It ain't too, it ain't too late, son. You, you matter of fact, oh, no. you just cut your dreads off. You really, you really right on time yeah. again. You, <laughs> I am. I really, I'm really like just going to grow my hair out and rock a fro for the rest of my life. Hey. I don't even want braid my... If I do get braids, I want it's the big ass Latino... Now, I want it with the big ass Latino plaits. Like... Yeah, yeah. The ones that Samoans get. That's the fucking shit I'm gonna be doing for now. <laughs> yeah. I'm never break like getting my hair done tight or winding my shit tight ever again. Yeah. I'm I'm off that shit. Now play this cold verse. Uh -huh, I got this. Cold fucking world. On the night I was born, the rain was pouring, God was crying, lightning struck, power out, his sparks was flying, the real ones here, the young boy that walked with lions, around the outlines of chalk, where the corpse is lying, of course I'm trying, to revive a sport that's dying, but the guns and the drug bars that y'all are lying,
Got these nerves thinking that you niggas hard as iron. But that just mean I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying. Stretching the truth. No, I never stress in the booth. They feel the pressure me. I feel like I just left them a suits. Effortless. How I'm skating on these records is proof. I put your favorite rapper neck in the noose. Never letting them loose. Cold world, the heat of blast to your speaker. He the last of Mohicans, no weakness last in my sneakers. Nigga want me on the song, he gon' see the wrath of the reaper. I'm probably gon' go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature. I'm higher than niggas, it don't need a bag full of reefer. Some see the glass is empty, I see a glass full of ether. Collecting his bread and mass like he a Catholic preacher. Just to count a nigga cash, you might need a calculus teacher. Eureka, Einstein on the brink of the theory of relativity. Really, no MC equal. Feel me, Copen be lethal. Crip like an old MTV show. Uh, on God, the best rapper alive. Headshot, not going ass. The best rappers that died. They tell you he never lied. Nigga. Yeah. Hey, pause that shit. Pause, pause. He really just spit a beanie verse. <laughs> You think so? No, I'm like in my head playing back multiple Benny verses and that Benny verse in particular that just preceded this. Yeah. He didn't do shit. He Cole did was beautiful due to the lack of criminal crime brand storytelling. But all he did was the same shit Benny did does on most his best ver- verses. He basically called out a bunch of young rappers who plagiarized their street resumes to be great, to become popping. Benny has done the same shit in every project. So this is a great cold verse, but it's rooted in a Benny subject matter. It's not, Benny doesn't glorify street life and hustling. He's telling his story and telling young niggas to quit lying about their story. Uh Uh-huh. Cole just did the same exact thing and referenced how rare it is to get a feature from him and how great of an artist Benny actually is. So, no, it's not shots at Benny. It's actually an imitation is the best form of flattery. It's an imitation and interpretation of what Benny does best. Hmm, I like that. I like that. Perfect perfect analysis, if I do say so myself, my brother. I mean, as a nigga that make music, I I know what the fuck I'm, I'm hearing. Like, I know a diss when I hear one. I know a sneak diss when I hear one. Control wasn't even a diss like niggas thought it would. That was just a declaration of war and an attempt to raise the bar to raise the status of what hip hop was going to be, which, and it succeeded. Which hasn't been, which hasn't been done, never yet. Six, successfully since. Exactly. Like I want a little baby or the baby to. Just step out one day and throw the gauntlet down to the Tory Lanes's, to the Jordan Lucases, even the Coles, Kendricks, and Drakes. It got, Nigga, no, let's. I, if 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 we want someone that's like in the same vein of control, it's gotta be. Uh, it, it's gonna be hard to do because SoundCloud rappers, or like younger rappers, be really be in their own artistic space, especially the ones that take rap rap seriously. But if someone can yes. successfully call out the biggest SoundCloud rap, rappers, because this will take this will take them having being savvy, technologically savvy and knowing like who's the most streaming artist, yes, and like pre- like perfectly like wagering their large following as well, yes. But I understand what you're saying, like 
Like it, has it to would be. have to be up and coming too. It has because let's not forget because that's how control was. It was calling out every up and coming rapper to bring your best shit. Exactly. And I think I would if I would if my name would have been mentioned in that shit. If I'm being honest, I would have took it as like everybody said. Oh, he dissed you. No, nigga, that's a decoration of war. Nah, I, I would have did like I would have did like man. This is why I love. I'm about Big to put Creek out my too. best project. This is this this this. Oh, this is why I love Big Creek too. Motherfuckers ain't forgave Kendrick for that goddamn line. Hell no. Wait, Big Creek is not forgave Kendrick Lamar for that damn line. <laughs> Hell no. As That's some should. Mississippi blood As food shit. Should. That's some Mississippi blood feud shit. Nigga, you are not gonna get away with this shit. As That's Hatfields and McCoy's level of real nigga <laughs> As he should, he should not. Like. That's what I'm saying though. Like it's a declaration of war. Like I said a quote one time on a YouTube video with Juice World first unfortunately passed away. Mm-hmm. Him being him being alive would have pushed so many more dudes to be more creative. Cause Thanks. you can even see it, him working with Ski Mask. Ski Mask's best album happened after X died and while working with Juice World. Oh, you know what I just thought of. Oh, you know what I just What's thought. That? I mean, unfortunately, Juice World wasn't like really popping when SSS Tentacion was popping. It, it's kind yeah. of like a year in between. But, yes, like one, what, one left and one came. Yeah, yeah. But what if, what if Juice World would have came in at the height of his, at the height of his start off when, like, I still see the shadows in your room. Was in my room. When when that song when that song first came out it was popular and then it took off on his. Took off on one verse and just called out. This is his testosterone. Trippy Red, Puya, Trippy Red, Russ, Auto Young, Florida, Denzel Carey. That shit would have been epic. Playboy Cardi. That shit would have been epic. That shit would have been crazy. But yeah, Uzi. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But I'm about to throw Twenty One Savage. Uh, that was the same time too. Ooh boy, Kodak. Coke boy, let's not against the the super gremlin himself. Damn, Rooster, shut the fuck up, cause you just hurt my heart, then. Man, this but I said that shit in the. I said that shit. I said that shit in the YouTube comment section though. Him being alive, imagine how good Tory Lane's music would be if he know he had Juice World nipping at his ankles for the top spot. Hell yeah. Imagine how much better Cole would be if at the melodic shit, if the melodic demon was still alive. Cause Juice World was hell when it came to he was a great rapper, but when it came time, he has a his he has a song that I play on repeat for hours on end. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Nigga, he it's it's one line repeated, but it's done so well you can't break the loop because you feel like you're doing a disservice. Oh I yeah, and that. um, like for real shit, somebody else that could have did that can do that now and start another golden age for the rush of the throne, Tyler the Creator, if he sees fit. Cause niggas, niggas forget Tyler. Tyler is one of the best rappers alive. I love Tyler. I can't say Tyler. Tyler can't start a rush for the throne because Tyler them be, Tyler them been at the top for at least the last four years. Ten years. He been in the game for the last ten years, but 
No, Rooster. He came in the game on top simply because of the shock value. So whenever Tyler has put out, you had to look. Uh, facts, facts. But I'm just saying as far. I'm, yes. I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying as far as like, what as far as like mainstream success because when control happened, like, if we want, if it has to be like control level, like all those artists at the time when they, they, they all had at least one hit under their belt when Kendrick called them out on that verse. No, like you just said it perfect though. Like if Juice would have did it, or if. Cause at the time, Considering, at the time, like all those artists that we just named, that Juice would have called out, all at that time, in the all of them had of their careers, hit, and all of them had hits. If not, if if this yeah. one, and then they were in the infancy of their illustrious careers too. So, exactly, exactly. Like, what if the? Mm, I can't do that one. That one doesn't really work. Oh, Brock Hampton. Oh, unless we not forget Kevin Abstract from Brock Hampton Heat. If Juicer would have caught him out too, more Brock Cameron. Nah, Kevin Abstract. Let's be real. On one of the hardest Amir. bars, one of, well, Amir, but Kevin, Kevin Abstract too, because Kevin Abstract, he got one of the best parts where he say he do the most about the culture for just existing. Yeah, which is a fact. No, like my favorite Kevin Abstract bar is, nigga, chop off my head, chop off my legs right here. I'm gonna get hit. I'm still gonna be getting hit right here, like. Now that, why do nigga? Why did this nigga rap and be gay? Cause not enough niggas rap and be gay. I do the most for the culture because I just existing. I remember that damn song. Uh, yeah, nigga, said he that, with some that niggas, would I just be my nigga head. Yeah. This nigga was talking about that, sucking dick. He's still talking about. No, he was talking about getting his dick sucked. No, he's, this nigga said he pleasant with some dreads. I just gave my nigga head. You wasn't listening yeah. hard enough. Pause. I wouldn't. Fast forward. Fast forward. Don't don't get me started again. <laughs> hey man, this been a dope episode. So we got to yes. It's a, it's a little long in the tooth, but you know what I'm saying. That's the name of the episode. It's a little long in the tooth. Hell yeah. But I'm still on that juice world shit. Like juice would have been the perfect person to do it because he has the ability. Right. Who knows? Who pump might have fell off if he got dissed by juice world. You never know. Hey, so let's let's close this out. So we've been we've been cooking for too long. So let's close this one out, son. That shit, throw some lorries on this shit and throw it back on the flame. I fucks with y'all. I I fucks with everybody. Show love, embrace the hate. Don't let don't let niggas get in your face. I'm out. Man, y'all already know what time it is. 2022. We starting our strongest hell. It was a late start. We st- we ended the year kind of slow. But we starting, we starting off 2022 hard. Let's get it. Probably as a public school education. Nigga, I just realized something. What? In this episode, we really just touched on money, power, and respect. Yeah, that's it. End of podcast. Perfect. <laughs> we-